Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I am the alien nerd, Joel Reeves, and with me, as always, is Taylor Salen. hey And Lawrence Burling. Hi, friends. This is episode number 51, and it is going to be a newscast. We're going to have all kinds of uh, fun news for you guys. There's not a really a huge main topic to talk about. Just so we're news just on be news on news. Just news. All kinds of news. Taylor, give me those sweet smooth jams first. Wooka wooka. We've had a lot of news this week. Um, I don't know. We didn't really all see a movie, and there wasn't really a yeah, like bombshell news piece. So just yeah, there's fun just little 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 bits, little tidbits here and there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, just another day in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> you don't live in Hollywood, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but it's another day in the business of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first piece of news? Uh well should we do what we've been watching or should we do oh yeah we could first? do that we have I mean it might be cool to do what we've been watching at the end I'm not opposed to that Nah, let's do, do it now. okay well do you want to start that cool. seems to be what we have been okay. doing it's not uh, like we have a formula or anything who us <laughs> never um I watched the second season of End of the Fucking World mm. nice just for so people know that's the um the Netflix, Netflix show yeah mm-hmm. uh the first season really. It captured me in the same way that kind of like Fleabag had. Mm. Um, I I just immediately loved it, and I've been waiting for season two for a very long time. And I actually didn't know that it was coming out. I was like, "Oh my god, it's on Netflix right now! That's fucking awesome!" You know, so that like surprise of mm-hmm. having like a new. I mean, that's what Netflix does. They just like kind of drop stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody's outside having a ball. I was gonna say. Are you hearing the same thing that I'm hearing? Yeah. Are you hearing it in like the... scratchy scratch? Yeah. Yeah, hang on. We're going to take a break real quick. All right, we're back. There was some fucking hooligan causing problems in the pool downstairs. Uh, anyway, yeah, end of the fucking world season two. It was really great. I didn't really see where they could take it from season one, and that's, I think, the best thing about any like good show is that they surprise you, mm-hmm. and they went a... Even though I didn't know where they were going to go, season two went away that I did not expect them to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have heard that they're not going to do a season three, which is unfortunate because I do love the show so much, but it did end on like a really good note. Um, okay. So like regardless of how I feel about wanting more, <laughs> it was very pleasant and if it, I mean, it, it was not pleasant. It was very sad and depressing. Well, yeah. but it was a satisfying end if yeah, this is where it ends. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, uh, I recommend the show to anybody and everybody, almost as much as I recommend uh, You're the Worst, which I will never shut up about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, I mixed them up. You did. You did. You're like, you want to talk about You're the Worst on the podcast? And I was like, I mean, fuck, I if, meant, you, if you <laughs> want me to, <laughs> I, I can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I meant end of the, the yeah. fucking world. Uh, no, the show's got very dark humor. The characters are still likable, even though they're uh, fucked in the head. Um, there's a new, there's like a new character who's introduced who's equally as fucked up as they are, and they play very well off of each other. It's kind of like, um, 
an unforeseen adventure that they all have to go on together. It's like the two main characters in this person that they don't like and she doesn't like them, but they have to like work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I just, yeah, I, that's what I was, I think that's the last thing that I watched aside from the Mandalorian. Um, I watched it all in one day. It like came out and I was like, I had nothing to do that day. And I watched all fucking eight episodes. You mean, uh, the end of the fucking world? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so if it, you know, if it can keep me on the couch for fucking for that long, yeah, it has to be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, been okay. watching The Mandalorian as well, but we'll you know we'll shy away from that because Lauren hasn't seen it yet. But yeah, I mean, yeah. well, what are your general thoughts about the show? It's fucking great. Yeah, um, yeah. If you <laughs> if you want to check out my YouTube reviews, <laughs> if you have <laughs> if you have seen it, my yeah. my main point in, in the opening of the show is that it's very old school Star Wars for me. Yeah. It's very much like that space western feel. All of the aliens feel real as opposed to CGI bullshit. There's a lot of good puppetry. Um, it feels a lot more like the original trilogy than it feels like a prequel or like a solo. Mm-hmm. It feels very much more grounded in that George Lucas world, even though he may have been the one to ruin Star Wars himself. <laughs> um, it feels very much like that. It was giving me nostalgia feels for like empire and return of the jedi mm-hmm. um which i've seen it compared to like the firefly of the star wars universe i i would uh, i could agree with that yeah yeah I could yeah, see yeah, that. yeah i could see that i wouldn't i wouldn't say no to that um but yeah i think maybe the puppetry of the aliens is maybe what really sells it for me in the first episode itself like um just the opening scene which we've seen in the trailer where he like hooks the dude and drags them through like the closing like that that whole scene like all the aliens in it look very realistic as opposed to like being made on a computer Mm -hmm. and that so like the the fact that that's how they open it up just fucking amazing Um, and I guess the biggest thing I can talk about because you know Baby Yoda exists yes because no one will shut up because everybody on the internet um, everything about that little tiny character it feels so real i i'm sure there's some cgi used in it but it looks like a puppet yeah and i and i and i love it there's no doubt that that's a puppet i would say maybe like the eyes are maybe cg yeah um but for the most part the puppetry in that is used so well and i just i'm 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 already hooked and the most recent episode was directed by deborah chow who's going to be doing the obi-wan series and it just instilled more confidence in me that she can do whatever she wants absolutely and i think it's important to note that that episode was the first piece of star wars at least live action material that's ever been directed by a woman and i think that's pretty significant like considering how uh just how how simply badass that episode is i mean she she directed the hell out of that episode and um, for me, that's, you know, I, I know you said you enjoyed the second episode more than the third episode. And I felt the third was, I, I always mean, I was, hate, I always hate having to rank them because I've loved all three totally. of the episodes I mean, it's so one, far. It's one long story. Yeah, so. yeah. I've just, I, I enjoyed the second episode more. Yeah. I, and I can see why. Um, I just think that like, you know, the show's been a really good tone poem so far. And the third episode, you know, the story finally starts to get going. And, and for me, it really like hooked me in. Um, in terms of like the central conflict that's happening, yep. like you know, they had setting like you feel the conflict coming. You you, you kind of get an idea of what's going to happen in the series, and then when it actually does, it works so well that like it was just um, I was I was refreshed and relieved because yeah, 
Not that I necessarily like. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, like the Mandalorian doesn't take his helmet off like ever. So therefore, like I can't be invested in this character in this series. And it's like to me, that's complete bullshit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there are a lot of char- uh, critics. Storytelling is not based upon. No, I mean the, the human face. the human face is the the way to the soul, obviously. But like I think there are other ways to convey that. I mean. You know, Darth Vader never took his, his helmet off before the final episode, and you still felt for him. You know what I mean? You still felt sympathy for that character. So that's not to say, you know, they're two no. different cases. But um, but I just, you know, I just think that uh, I don't understand that perspective, first of all. But I, I think agree, the, yeah. I think the third episode, um, you know, really, uh, it really does a lot to endear you to the central character. I I'll would agree with that. that, and that was a that was phenomenal practice at a non-spoiler review. Good yeah, job, I mean, guys. I like I like generally shy away from doing non-spoiler reviews when I do my videos because mm-hmm. I'm just so excited about things. Yeah, I don't know how to, to talk about it. I don't know how to talk about it without like spoiling it. Yeah. That was a that was great practice. Yeah. For not spoiling. You're welcome. I mean, I'm, that was the test. Actually, yeah, that's the only I mean, reason I haven't watched it. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Lauren. I'm, you, I'm used to it at this point. When yeah. I write my reviews, I try to keep them spoiler free. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, on the podcast, it's different. But yeah, I'm a horrible at. It is a it is very tricky to to figure out how to talk about stuff spoiler free. But once you gain your bearings, it's actually like, yeah, yeah. like there's so many critics out there and people that are like, oh, like it's so hard to talk about a movie with spoilers or this being vague, this, that. And it's like, no, it's not. You just have to choose your words carefully. You know what I mean? Like a singular uh, verb or a singular adjective can say like a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. More than a um, more than like a, a. paragraph about spo- the plot point. About right yeah spoilers yeah. you know right. so uh speaking of star wars i bought i was like i don't play a lot of video games i was very high the other day <laughs> and playstation was like do you want to buy jedi fallen order and high me was like do i <laughs> yes <laughs> so i so i bought it <laughs> and apparently i'm playing video games now um <laughs> i the game is very dark souls like Mm-hmm. And well, I've never played the Dark Souls, but I've heard that the mechanics are very similar. And yeah. if that is true, why do people play Dark Souls games? They are so hard. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm getting my ass kicked, but I'm loving every minute of it because I can use the Force mm-hmm. and I have a fucking lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to places like Dathomir, which mm-hmm. is fucking super cool. Yep. So I'm I'm just uh, I'm not much into the game yet, but I'm very excited to see more Star Wars content. Uh, you know, I. I've talked about that when I'm like, mm-hmm. I, when I was excited for the Mandalorian and I was here and now I'm excited for the Obi-Wan show whenever it comes out. Um, I was saying when we were watching the new TV spot for Rise of Skywalker, like even though I had problems with Last Jedi, like this, like the trailers for Rise of Skywalker still give me goosebumps. Like I'm just always excited for more Star Wars. So totally. playing this game, even if I'm not having fun at certain times because it's kicking my ass. I'm just excited because it's more Star You're Wars. Just reveling in the fact that you get to—it's the hey—it's the 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 return of the heyday of Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, after this, we're not going to get some stuff for a while. For a while, so it's I like know. Reaching a sort of fever pitch between uh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker, Mandalorian, and then of course uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Shout out to uh, so the lead in Jedi Fallen Order is the dude who plays the Joker in Gotham, Cameron Monaghan. Cameron Monaghan, oh, yeah, nice. yeah. And it's Monaghan. even his like likeness. Yeah. In oh, it. that's cool. It was funny because I didn't realize they had used his likeness, and I started I didn't playing either the game until I started and I was like, playing it. Man, this guy really looks like Cameron Monaghan. And then yeah. I was like scrolling through Twitter, and he's like, "Oh, really happy about the game and all this stuff." And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I <laughs> had seen the posters and stuff for Jedi Fallen Order, and it and it for some reason it didn't it click, didn't even click, though his face yeah. is on it. And the second I started playing, I know him from Shameless. 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, I started playing, and I was like, oh, my God, that's Ian Gallagher from yeah. fucking Shameless. <laughs> like, how the fuck did I not know he was in this? What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, uh, loving it. Speaking of, it's Sunday, new Shameless tonight. Very excited. Mm. <sighs> Isn't this the final season? Um, I no. don't think so. Oh, wow. It's just still going. No, Look, um, I was really it's worried. The first season without Emmy Rossum. Yeah, got you. That's, that's actually right. something they have been watching. I can talk about. It. I I, I have been watching something. No spoilers on that. No spoilers. <laughs> but I will say that I was very worried for the show when, first of all, Cameron Monaghan when he you, you watched the last season. I'm caught up except for this. Okay. The current. So when he went to jail, I yeah. thought it was so he could not be in the show anymore. Right. But he's still in the show pretty prominently in the new fucking season. So like apparently yeah. it's not so he could leave. I, I swear I read somewhere that him and Emmy Rossum both wanted to leave the show. So that's why they sent his character to jail. Well, he was but in jail most of the last season. Right. So but I, I thought that was, was to like, phase him out. I think it was just to do other things. But I guess, yeah. Kind of like when he left before. Right. But um, yeah, he's but. in the show still, um, but it is the first season without Emmy Rossum, and I was really worried about it because even though there are a lot of characters to love, she was the main... She's the heart of the She show. was the main Gallagher keeping everybody together. Yeah. Um, I've I've enjoyed every single episode of this fucking season so far. Yeah. Um, this really shows I think I think this is a testament to how great the ensemble cast is because even without her I'm still excited to watch all the other family members um, so I think they still have a long life ahead of them uh, yeah especially with some of the younger actors growing up like mm-hmm. Carl and uh, Liam Coral. Coral this isn't The Walking Dead um, but it's like seeing these younger kids be older now like Liam has things to do now because yeah. he's a young adult as opposed to being a baby them grow yeah, yeah. Uh, so even without Emmy Rossum I think this show I mean they're on season 10 I I would not be surprised if they had five more seasons yeah wow yeah uh, I'm I'm enjoying the show thoroughly still without her and I didn't think I would so well, that's good. Well, that's I mean, exciting. I think the whole thing of of Ian going to jail too was also a way to bring back Mickey. So very true. I just I feel like I read somewhere that he was being phased out of the show. Mm. Maybe that changed when Gotham got canceled, or I, I I actually don't know if it got canceled, but it ended. Yeah. So maybe he was trying to leave the show, and now he has more time, so he wants to stay with the show. But yeah, yeah. he's 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 been in every episode of this season so far. Nice. So. Um, yeah, and I, his I love his character, so I'm glad that yeah. he's there. So basically, what you're saying is he's trying to not pull a Constance Wu. Yes, exactly. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and like, I guess the last thing to say is like, Lip has and always will be my favorite character. I love him. So yeah, much. and he's. Uh, I think he's. He may have been the character to grow the most throughout yeah. this series. They kind of rushed a Fiona story arc at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. I, I don't know how well it worked for me, but Lip has, I think, grown the most, and he's still going through shit this season, and it's really, really good. Um, yeah, so I think there's always more to explore with him, and I'm excited to see where this goes. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God, but Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, it, it's it's hard, but I'm excited to keep <laughs> playing it. Yeah. Um, I actually also had a chance to check out Jedi Fallen Order, except I rented it because... Based on previous EA games, I was very skeptical. I had a friend. I have had multiple friends tell me, dude, you need to play Jedi Fallen Order. And Mm -hmm. I think I even asked you. I was like, even though it's an EA game? And I said that to my friend. um, Oh, God, who said it to me? Oh, God. I'm such an asshole. Anyway, I had another friend be like, you need to play this game. And I was like, but it's EA. And they were like, 
no, but it's really, really fucking good. They You're actually gonna love it. And I was like, didn't fuck up. All right, for once. it's true. So I purchased it, and I would agree they did not fuck up, and I've been enjoying it. Yeah, agreed. I would. The only thing I would add, I pretty much echo all that sentiment. Yeah, it's basically like uh, the way I would describe it as like Dark Souls meets like Uncharted. It's I would say it's more of a platformer than like a um, like a combat game because the combat like is kind of secondary in my opinion. Like they, it's good, but it, they didn't. They put more effort into the platforming aspects of it and the world yeah. creation and, you know, all that stuff. 100%. Um, the one thing I would add is that for those of you that are playing it, um, definitely, and I told you all this, definitely go to Dothamir the soonest you can because there is a an awesome thing that you can acquire there that will make your life way easier. And I don't want to say what that is, but when you see it, you will know. And then you will be extremely happy about it. Also, so if you don't go that. to... Dathomir first, you're an idiot. Well, I mean, if you're playing on a super hard difficulty, you're not going to be able to make it to the point where you need to make it. Oh, really? So if you're playing on an easier difficulty, like you can do it, you're basically going to have a giant headache trying to get. It's like one of the harder. Like, I already worlds. have. I already have a giant headache on Dathomir right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm not um, even on. I'm on the second to easiest setting. And I'm still yeah, having a hard time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the combat is um is difficult. That's for sure. Um, you ha- definitely have to have good reflexes. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I've been enjoying it as much as Jolt. So. What else have you been watching? Oh, there's a bunch of other stuff. I didn't know if you had anything else. Um, no, actually, that's it. I've been seeing so much that I actually have a list of stuff <laughs> that Jesus I wrote down, so I didn't forget. Um, hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. So the first thing I saw, I guess, since the last time we've casted was uh, was Charlie's Angels. I had a chance to check out mm. the the Elizabeth Banks reboot of the uh, I guess classic TV series and somewhat classic movie like i don't yeah. wh- what's your history the movie's with, a little classic i was yeah. gonna say what's your guys' history with the with the um with the the classic mcg film <laughs> oh mcg Char- my he, favorite he directed charlie's angels i mean i feel like it like that is a movie that just propelled cameron diaz lucy Liu, and drew barrymore even further uh mm-hmm. into like blockbuster absolutely status at that age for me it was just like going to the movies on the weekend you know what i mean whatever like a friday night we yeah. would we would go to the movies right yeah. so like wh- whether it was transformers or mm-hmm. fucking you know whatever new movie was out yeah, so of course i saw movies. them yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Uh, so like my history is like i watched them and i enjoyed them as a popcorn flick at that yeah, age yeah yeah totally so. Uh, yeah so i would say that like um despite the shitty the super shitty marketing and and i mean this movie uh, I think debuted to like eight million dollars its opening weekend, yeah. so it was like pretty. It was pretty bad. That's so bad. But I think that's partly due to like the 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 really bad marketing, and because I think the movie's better than the trailers would suggest would or would suggest. I guess is the point. But um, but I think that's also due to the fact that like nobody was necessarily clamoring for a Charlie's Angels movie. Yeah. yeah. Especially after the McG version was like good enough. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. For me, that movie was like a big part of my childhood, and I, I really loved that movie growing yeah. up. And like, I I mean, I can still um, quote a lot of that movie <laughs> to this day. You know what I mean? Like, I watched it a lot growing up. And had, like, it had a great cast, like Crispin Glover. Oh my god, the like, cast! Oh yeah, Crispin Glover was in the cast. I re- I re- went back and rewatched Justin it Theroux. I did a yeah. no, he's actually in the second one. Well, not still, yeah, but yeah. he franchise like, the franchise. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, the first movie you have you have freaking Crispin Glover. Bill Murray mm-hmm. and Sam Rockwell, mm-hmm. and those are like three of the uh, Tim Curry. Like those yeah. are three of like the ten supporting players yeah. that are that are like. I mean that that cast is just absolutely stacked. You know what I mean? And you yeah. don't realize it until afterwards. But I think the I, I, like I said, I really loved or not loved. I enjoyed 
Charlie's Angels, the reboot. Taylor but what loved I, it. But what I really love about the original, and I don't even want to call it the original because it's a reboot of a TV show, but the original movie um, had a, like a, like a, it, it's kind of wacky, right? Like it yeah. had a very playful yeah. sensibility. Like they're, um, it, it's, it's essentially it's an entertaining movie. And I think the biggest thing that Charlie's Angels, the reboot, is that it takes itself uh, a little bit too seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm. Part of the thing, though, too, that, that actually, um, I found interesting is although it was marketed as a reboot, it's actually kind of a semi sequel to the 2000. Is it uh, really? There's they're not playing the same characters. uh, No, but basically in the movie, they're like uh, like the Townsend agency has expanded internationally, so there's like multiple groups of angels. But they basically reference like the the 2000s version as like the quote unquote original angels. So you know there's uh, there's some stuff in there and towards that, and so I found that interesting. But Patrick Stewart plays. Charlie, right? Uh, he plays uh, Bosley. And there's multiple yeah, Bosleys. Yeah. There's yeah, actually yeah. four Bosleys in the movie. What the fuck? Yeah, Jaiman Hansu's a Bosley. Elizabeth Banks is the main Bosley, and then Patrick Stewart's like supposed to be the original Bosley. Gotcha. Which Weird. is the um, the one that Bill Murray played. Right. So basically, yeah, yeah. They, there's a point where they take a photo of the original girls and they superimpose Patrick Stewart with the original. Oh so that's like kind of the connection. And I, I wouldn't fuck you, really Bill say that's like a spoiler because it happens in the first ten minutes, but. Um, but yeah, I just think this movie, like it's, it's, it's solid. Uh, the, the feminism, the, the, you know, the feminist angle is certainly like prominent and in my opinion, probably a little bit too prominent. Um, it focuses a little bit too much on that. Whereas like the original was just like a bunch of women kicking ass. Like I think the feminism was inherent, like in that, like you don't need to call it out. Like they're just, they're just doing what they like. It's, there's no need, need to like put a, like a, a, a verbal, focus on on that and i think that's one of the i, think, I mean i also because i feel like that's the whole point of feminism is like just right? living it and doing it and not yeah just you know uh, calling it out like you said 100 percent. and it's much, a much stronger choice <laughs> absolutely and i would say if this movie was a little bit more subtle in that respect i probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more um and a little more fun you know what i mean like there's some fun moments and i would say the best thing this movie has going for it is is uh the cinematography actually mm-hmm. like bill pope's bill pope shot the movie which I mean, this, for those of you who don't know, this is the guy who shot freaking the Matrix, to name a few things: Spider Man Two, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Baby, yeah. Driver. Baby Driver. Like the list goes on and on. Yeah. So um, he's insane. You know, he, yeah, I mean, Bill Pope is is the man in my opinion. He's like probably my favorite cinematographer. So that was a nice surprise. But um, but yeah, it's just kind of bland. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, you know what I mean. Like it's it's good. It, from the trailers, felt like it was trying to be too gritty. Yeah, yeah, and, a little, and it's not like uh, what I loved is, and not to say that I necessarily miss like the wire foo aspects of mm-hmm. of the first two, but like just the like kind of over the top self aware nature of it. Yeah, you know, I, I miss that. Um, so yeah, that's that's Charlie's Angels. Um, I also had a chance to see Ford versus Ferrari. Ford yes. five Ferrari, excuse me, it's ah, Ford Ferrari, Batman five Superman, <laughs> yeah. Ford five Ferrari. Yeah, Ford five Ferrari, and uh, and great, I great, great naming of movies. I loved the hell out of this movie i mean james mangold there's uh i, I think his career speaks for itself you know uh, yes from, from the walk Wolverine. the line to logan to um to 310 to yuma like he mm. the guy's done i did love 310 the yuma. guy's done like just it's, he's just uh, it's so solid of a career you know what i mean and and i think ford v ferrari might actually be his best movie did he also do the wolverine yes he did yeah, the wolverine yeah, yeah. and logan and, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's basically like, uh, it's one of those movies that's like, and people have said this on Twitter and I think it's actually kind of funny, but it's like, um, 
the best quote unquote dad movie of the year. Yeah. You oh know my what I mean? God. It it really is though. I mean it's about it's about a bunch of dudes like doing manly stuff. Cars. And, like, using their hands to like build things and solve pro like that's obviously not the focus of the movie, yeah. but that's right. essentially what it is. Like it's it for me it's one of those movies um, that you could really throw on anytime at any point and like still enjoy like it's nice. one of those movies you could catch on cable halfway through and still be sucked into it, you know, for the Ah, like half. my dad and remember the Titans. That's I mean Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My dad has seen Remember the Titans probably 500 times. Yeah. <laughs> well, get him Disney Plus. He can watch it 500 more. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, I really I really enjoyed the movie. You know, at the heart, though, it's a, a movie about racing. And, and um, uh, f- you know, I knew about the story of Le Mans 66. I knew the story of Ken Miles, who's pl- uh, uh, Christian Bell plays in the mm-hmm. movie. And I still found this movie absolutely riveting. Like, I knew it was coming, and yet the filmmaking is so good that you can't just help but be on the edge of your sm- seat. You love these characters. I was smiling throughout. I took my wife, Sarah. She was cracking up cause just because the situations are so entertaining. They're yeah. so universal. And the actors are fucking great. Absolutely. And the chemistry between uh, Bale and Damon is excellent. I would say that like... Um, Who? Oh, Bale. I think they said Bill. I was yeah. like, no, who the fuck d- is Damon Bill? Damon and Bale. Um, <laughs> sorry, that, that might have came out, Bill. No. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I would say that... Um, this movie at its core is basically about the relentless pursuit of perfection mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, despite being a race a racing movie it's really like about the human drama at the core of of that movie and i think it's really really compelling also tracy Letts, a total mvp in that movie there's a scene uh that they showcase in the first trailer where matt damon takes him for a test run in the car and it it's just one of the best uh, acting moments of the year in my opinion it's just this unbroken shot of him reacting to like riding in the car and it's 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 amazing like I would say that out of ev- any director working today James Mangold is the master especially with this movie he proves that he's the master of like shifting tones within a scene so seamlessly and effectively Ooh. what he about does Vaughn? It. I'm sorry? Matthew Vaughn? I think he's, he he's pretty good at it, but well. the way Mangle does it, it's just like, oh my god! Like, dude, yeah. he does it. There's multiple scenes in this movie where it's like three or four tones you run through with the actor, and yeah. it just it works so well. So I'll leave nice. it at that. I think it's 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 one of my favorite movies of the year. I don't know if it's an Oscar caliber movie. I would say maybe technically, but like, um, you know, the story is like pretty straightforward sports drama. Um, there's some surprises and stuff in there, but I would highly recommend it. I also had a chance to see a preview screening of Knives Out. Mm. Ah. I'm so I just saw it last night. Ryan Johnson. It was uh, it was very good, and I don't want to say too much because I think this movie's best uh, best gone in cold. Um, you know, even if you've seen the trailers cold and turkey. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I, I would say that I would say that good despite the, the fuckers that uh, were sitting next to me last night in the theater that decided they wanted to give their their commentary on oh. the uh, at one point there Mr. was like Science some theater. there was some violin music playing and like one of the guys like started miming like playing a violin and oh I was just gosh. like what the fuck are you yeah. doing? Like, I seriously I it, it was if Sarah wasn't there I was this close to like just railing on those dudes but yeah. um. Oh my and just calling them out because they're such. We're gonna assholes. rail these dudes. Yeah, man. Wow. I'm gonna rail them verbally, bro, <laughs> and then physically. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, uh, a, it's a crazy punishment for talking in a movie, <laughs> right? Taylor, Don't um, do it. Taylor fucks you. Yeah. Uh, Knives Out. I just say Knives Out is awesome. Uh, Chris Evans, of course, is is incredible. Oh. Based on the trailer, um, uh, Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. I don't know how you pronounce okay, her uh, name properly. Uh, really good in this movie. Nice. Really, she's gonna be a big, big star. 
after this movie. My I question think. for you before we started the podcast yes. was, um, look, all the haters of The Last Jedi, even slightly myself included, Taylor's mic just fell over. Okay. Like, Why is this thing slipping? <laughs> and then I was like, oh. There it goes. Um, I have said multiple times I think that Last Jedi didn't hit for me because it was too much of a Ryan Johnson movie over a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And while Ryan Johnson movies are really good, maybe those two things don't do well together. Mm-hmm. Um, but as an original Ryan Johnson movie, was this what we know and expect out of a Ryan Johnson film? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, this is in this. It, in my opinion, I mean, this is this is this is probably the. Um, the closest thing I think we've gotten to like what we would what I would call like a postmodern whodunit. Yeah. Like in my opinion, it's the my one word review of this movie is the whodunit to end all whodunits. Fuck Like man. that's yeah. that's that's my review because it, it takes the tropes of, of like what those movies like Clue and, you know, uh even more schlockier stuff like murder she wrote and like yeah. all that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. And it really takes all those tropes and it really um subverts them in the way that he loves to do. I mean yeah. That's his bread and butter is subverting expectations and ideas. Is yeah. it kind he of did close it with Looper, to, he did it with Brothers Bloom. I was going to say, is it kind of close to like a Brothers Bloom thing? It kind of seems to be that kind of vibe. No, I would say not as light and fluffy, okay. um, but mm. in terms of like the briskness. I got to rewatch that movie, dude. It's, it's so fucking that good. Movie is yeah. still that movie is still very good. I mean, it's, I love me some Ruffalo. Yeah, so. It's still very good. And Rika so Kikuchi good. is the absolute um, uh, MVP of that movie. I opinion. remember, okay, I went, I was going to see... Um, the Brothers Bloom at a little indie theater in Orange County when I lived there at the time. My yeah, See, buddy, that was a good one. That was a great one. My car broke down on the way to the theater. <laughs> I fucking put the hazards on, locked the door, <laughs> and walked the rest of the way I to the theater you telling me so that. I could watch this fucking <laughs> so movie. Freaking funny! Dude. I came back, the car story. was still there. And then I called the tow truck, and I was like, <laughs> I was not going to miss this fucking movie, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, the I fucking love that film. Yeah. Um, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Knives no, Out. No, I mean, Knives Out, I, I think we'll probably end up having a discussion about this, a full review of this movie, because I think it, it warrants it. But, was um, the was the advanced screenings just for those days? I believe it yeah, was just... it was just Thursday, uh, Friday. Damn, so it's not, Friday, Saturday this So it's week. not like today. Uh, Friday, Saturday, I believe, yeah. No. Yeah, I, I see saw it, it was the last two nights. You see it in like four days. So. I want to see it, it now, Taylor. Now, um, yeah. So I mean, I would, I would obviously recommend Knives Out when it comes out, and yeah. we'll we'll talk about it more. I don't want to really say too much, just because I feel like I'm gonna gush, and I don't want to ruin yeah. something on accident. Yeah, if so it's that it good, that. you're gonna start saying shit I mean, you don't I, like, <laughs> that you can't I, take back. Yeah, exactly. Or I, I, building we'll, it up too much. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, no, I I don't think you could do that because I've loved every Ryan Johnson movie. Let's put it this way: I think it's probably my top five of the year. I would say, like, it's there's a good possibility. I mean, I haven't seen everything, but it's a good possibility. Um, even parts of Last Jedi I enjoy. So, like, aside from those parts I did not like, there hasn't been a Ryan Johnson movie that I haven't loved. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you can't really build it up too much for me because I just I know, know it's I just know I'm it's just gonna kidding. be good. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna totally. be great. Totally. Um, beyond that stuff, I also had a chance to check out The Mandalorian, obviously, which we talked about. Uh, I, this is kind of a little bit of a like, a little bit of a black mark on my on my movie watching Disneyness. Um, is 
I finally had a chance to see Frozen, which I had never <laughs> watched before until it well, popped up on Disney Plus. Fr- uh, fr- uh, Frozen Two is out now. So. I know, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to watch it. And I was uh, having this conversation uh, earlier this morning. Is Frozen Two on Disney Plus as well, or is no. it just in theaters? Theaters. Okay. It will be exclusively on Disney right, Plus, right, like right. in six months or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I can. I, I I think it was obviously a little hyped up for me because people were saying, you know, it's the best thing since the Renaissance era and all oh, this stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's it. It feels like the closest thing we've got to like a classic Disney movie in a long time. You yeah. know what I mean? In terms of like the print, like be a, a fairy tale princesses. Yeah. Um. You have a little bit of magic thrown in there. You have the musical aspect. Mm-hmm. I think the the character that like really um, endeared me to the movie the most is Olaf. Like, yes, I, I love Olaf. Course. I can see why people love that character and all those characters so much. I think the um, I was. <laughs> telling sarah like my favorite number i think is olaf's number where it's the summer, the summer yeah. i just think that's like such a fun idea that nobody has ever explored you know what i mean like the idea of a snowman who wants to like be sentient during the summer is, is just it's it's cool it's a good idea and visually it's cool too so um i can see why people love it i don't think it's like as good as people make it out to be but i i, I enjoyed it and i'm excited to see the second one when i get a chance nice. um beyond that real quick just going to run through a few things saw the world according to jeff goldblum on oh Disney yeah. Plus, very. I've heard it's. I've heard it's weird. It's very weird. It's uh, <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's Jeff Goldblum, like, like, learning about the world of sneakers, or learning about ice cream, or learning about denim. You know, it's oh just, yeah. It's the most Jeff Goldblum thing ever. So it's like how it's made, but with Jeff Goldblum. Kind of <laughs> like it's him. And him going, oh, it's, it's ooh, yeah. Like for instance, ooh, okay, the first, wow, yeah, pretty much. And he's like, <laughs> oh, okay, mm-hmm. and and what does this do? And what does yeah, this that, mean? Like that yeah. kind of thing. But like Tell for instance, the first episode is him like learning about the world of sneakers and sneakerheads. So he yeah. goes to a sneaker convention, yeah, and he has like an escort like there that he that shows him you know the ropes and all that stuff, and people are carrying huge wads of cash, yeah. tens of thousands of dollars, and then. Part of it is him going to like a custom sneaker maker who makes him like this this world renowned sneaker maker who That's makes him crazy. a custom pair of sneakers. So wow. it's stuff like that. The tattoo episode actually takes place at a shop that does uh, very good exclusive like Star Wars tattoos. Yeah. It was called Ink Fusion Empire. Mm. I follow them on Instagram. Yeah, and they were like Jeff Goldblum filmed at our thing, and there I was like, go. oh, I guess I have That's to watch cool. that episode. Yeah, um, I also. Uh, not necessarily begrudging. I thought I would be begrudgingly watching this, but I had a chance to check out um, an episode of High School Musical, the musical, no, the series. Why? Okay, next. I, I mean, next. I was just Lauren. What I have you been watching? Whatever. I was just <laughs> bored, and and I threw it on. And uh, I've never been that bored I've, in my life. I've, I've I've actually didn't hate it. Well, like it's 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 not good, but it's it's kind this of, just in. Pop pop the pop culture podcast is looking for a new producer <laughs> and co-host. It's kind of send your resumes to I'm really nerd at gmail.com. Smallest respect. I think uh, the thing that really made me say, well, okay, this isn't what I was expecting. Is the show is shot like The Office, like a docudrama, yeah. and I think that really adds a lot of comedy. It's obviously not made for us; it's made for teens. So for it's you know for that the demographic, premise of it makes me so mad. I, the, the, I wait, liked the what of it? The premise of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I liked. I was I was a high school musical fan when it came out. The first and the third one. The second one can go away. Yeah. But like I saw the concept of this new show and I was like, what the fuck? That's that's what I said <laughs> and that's what everybody said and I watched it and it's a- like there's actually some redeemable stuff to it and I never even watched the High School Musical movies. Like I just just like I'm just gonna throw this on just to see what it is. And I know I know Joel's staring at me like I fucking <laughs> stabbed stabbed him in the heart. 
Um, so beyond I'm, that, I'm, uh, I'm slowly shaking my head. <laughs> beyond that, I also watched the Imagineering story. Have you guys heard about this? Oh, it's a documentary. I, really I want to see that. So are you I familiar heard about with it, yeah. like all the Imagineering history yeah, and stuff? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a huge Disney Disney buff and yeah. all the. So you're gonna love this. Um, I don't think for me, I didn't know a lot about the history of Imagineering, so uh, I knew bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. So this is really fascinating for me, and a lot of stuff I didn't know. But for someone who's familiar with the history of Imagineering, I can pretty much like you can pretty much assume that you're not going to learn like a whole lot from it. You know, yeah. you might learn some tidbits in here and there, but nevertheless, highly entertaining, really fun. They just dropped the third episode, which uh, goes into the '80s. Which is like the Michael Eisner era, yeah. era and all that stuff. My uncle was actually an Imagineer for a while. Really? Wow, mm -hmm. that's so awesome. Yeah, and they t they have interviews with a lot of Imagineers cool. and stuff throughout the years, so it's it's really neat. Um, and then finally, 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 the last thing I've been watching, and this isn't necessarily a new thing, but I wanted to talk with Joel about it. Uh, had a chance. What do you to want? Uh, watch High School the Musical? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I didn't get that one. Um, no, uh, X-Men, the animated series, oh, and yeah. Spider-Man, the animated series. I hate series. you because I know you're going to say bad things. Uh, no, no, I don't. I, okay, so I rewatch X-Men, the animated series. Not I'm as acting as if I'm psychic. We had this conversation not as, before not the podcast. Not as good as I remember it being, although Joel did mention You that did say that you've only watched like three or five episodes. Yeah, it was like the first season. Which but I will say this about any show ever made is you have to give it past the first season. There's that first season slot. Lump, you're yep. getting into your own. Yep. Later in the series, it's five seasons. Yep. Um, later in the series, um, they adapt some of the best comic book storylines of all time. Yep. And they do it way better than Brian Singer, that fucking pedophile. They do it way better than fucking anybody in the biz right now. Yeah. Um, I, a lot of my heartfelt X-Men moments are uh, seeing those pages on the screen, whether they were animated or not come to life um so yes you saw five episodes you weren't impressed i implore you to watch more absolutely and i think i think the i think part of the issue is that i don't feel like the animation holds up as well as i remember oh no it's up. horrible especially in that first season man it's like it's weird because you have this like it came out in like what it started in 890 94 eight, i think yeah. was it 94 i didn't I think realize so. it was that late because the, the the animation is so odd because it's in like this weird oddball space between like the the the, the switch to digital animation yeah and um 1992 oh go. 92 okay yeah so it was like right on the cusp of that and then you had spider-man 1994 yeah that's what i, I was think thinking of yeah, yeah does a better job of like integrating both the classic and the digital animation styles and i mean spider-man 94 is notable for that it was the first yeah well show to what i was telling you is that i started watching spider-man 94 before i went to rewatch x-men because i've seen x-men the animated series so many times yeah. i'd only seen spider-man 94 maybe two or three times See, i'm the opposite um, yeah and so, so I really and I'm I'm really enjoying what I've been watching, even so though good. it's even though it's like old and campy and cheesy. I'm still loving it, I mean, which it's is why kids, right. Well, w w that sort of why I was surprised you were having a hard time with the X Men animated series. Like we, I just I I I go in understanding that it's old and cheesy, but I'm yeah. gonna love it anyway. See, I think I think the mistake I made was starting from the beginning. I feel like if I would have jumped to like the good stuff, no, you got to watch the whole thing. That's true because I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but still, it's like I have seen it, so I don't know. But yeah. uh, but I will. S I'm slipping. I think you need to loosen the part. This part here. Yeah, I think when you pull on the microphone, you're pulling the whole thing. If you loosen that, the mic will move by itself. And the listeners are like. Technical difficulties. It's, yeah, whatever. If if they've gotten this far into our 
saga of podcasting they should know by now taylor it's come on. just i'm trying to i'm uh, that's pretty much it for what i've been watching i guess um more <laughs> what have you been watching yeah. um not a whole lot honestly um i've been a, a bit busy so i haven't had time to watch things or get the disney plus um still working on american horror story mm-hmm. um almost done with roanoke now so Which that's, that's been like the biggest thing nine they're on you said right mm, i think it's I think it's eight. Okay. I don't yeah, know. I've lost sense. track at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, which I did not enjoy at first. It was very slow getting into, but the twist in it was kind of fun. This is one with Terrence so. Howard, right? No. Roanoke. No. Is Terrence Howard in it. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Ah, that's who I meant. Uh, yeah. Nice, yep. nice, nice yep. job, Joel. <laughs> 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 I gotta go. I mean, they're kind of they're kind of gonna be in the same place career wise after Terrence Howard keeps flapping his mouth. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he kind of screwed himself on the Marvel stuff, but that's cool. I'm glad that you're that you're liking it more because, like, especially with that show, I know each season like kind of has like its well, the yeah. paran- ups and, and like downs, the paranormal story behind like the Roanoke Colony is like fascinating. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's very so. fascinating. It is this season is a bit too gory in my opinion it's much goyer than gory any really other yeah it's interesting because the roanoke story itself is like there's so much mystery behind it yeah and are they just are they doing like a this is what happened and creating like a fictional scenario where it's super gory i think so it's just it's the way that the essentially the ghosts like murder people gotcha is very like gotcha, disembowelment gotcha. and like yeah, yeah. gross yeah stuff that I'm you here for that. That sounds see great. On camera, and I'm like, this is too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, that, and then just playing some uh, Lego Marvel superheroes. Oh, nice. Which Fuck one yeah. is it? The actual Lego, like the uh, general the Marvel, Marvel Marvel heroes. I gotcha. think is what yeah, it's called. Okay. Yeah. Like, they have like an Avengers game. Yeah, like, they have, yeah, like, yeah. Like yeah. subset games. So, no, I love. Hey, I love the Lego games. Yeah. So no, we finished shit. Lego Harry Potter. So we nice. s- we started. Um, this one, and actually, we've technically finished this one. We're just doing all the other like the missions extra stuff. past the story yeah. and getting like the Deadpool bricks and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Before we I move on that. and eventually do the Star Wars it, one after the, the last uh, game comes out. Yeah, so. seriously, the Harry Potter one was two parts, right? Wasn't it like years yeah. one through four and then five through seven? Mm-hmm. Those games were really. I had a blast with those yeah. games. Um, yeah, absolutely. I love. I actually haven't played a Lego game in a while. Um, is there anything else you've been up to besides like? What what else have you been up to besides that, Lauren? Um, besides what you've been watching or playing? <laughs> uh, I mean, I have pretty much just been busy with Grinchmas. Yeah, well, so. tell us a little bit about Grinchmas. What's been um, going on with that? I don't know exactly how much I, mean, I are can you, are technically you, are you say, but yeah. um, but yeah, I I mean, people you have may been have already online, told us everything, but we can know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> But yeah, we we open on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, that um, sucks. Uh, I mean, it's fine. I actually personally am not there that day, but the event opens that day. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, and so we've just been in rehearsals for that, and it's been super awesome. The whole cast is very welcoming and and great. And um, I got transformed into a who for the first time yesterday, and I didn't cry, so that was good. Cry all your makeup off. I have been trying for so long, and it has been a life goal <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a bucket list thing and Seriously. then i finally get to do it this year and i'm i'm really excited and couldn't be happier to be doing it with the people that we get to do it with and um i, I don't know if it's been announced i think it's been announced yet that like the event runs every single day from thanksgiving day to december 29th Jesus this Christ. Year, which is different it hasn't yeah. it hasn't run every day yeah, yeah. the whole month of december it's a lot for of work, a while right? um so yeah we've got 
a new tree this year that mm. looks really cool That's and like does right cool at the, things. Um, entrance and all it's that, in the right? plaza. The plaza, um, which is so once you you enter the theme park, yeah. you go down the main mm-hmm. Hollywood Boulevard drag with all the stores. Yeah. Um, oh. yeah. It's the plaza, kind of yeah. kind of on the left, and if you're going towards Walking Dead, yeah. and then like you keep going into Wizarding World is down on the yeah, 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 where yeah, the yeah. Starbucks is at. Yeah, it's across from Starbucks, yeah. correct. Yeah, where does it? <laughs> of course, that would be the... The entrance the, to the snowflake, right yeah, across the, from Starbucks. The point of reference. I That's know, awesome. I know where the Starbucks well, is I'm super, at. I'm super happy for you, Lauren. Yeah. We're going to have to come check it out. Um, it's fun. It's, I think it's there. we're trying to give a little bit of a different experience to our guests this year. So I think it's going to be super fun, especially for people who are very big fans of the movie. So Totally. Would you say that like a, like a more immersive experience is kind of what you're alluding to? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I'm looking forward to it. That should be fun. Um, well, I guess that's everything we've been up to. Trailers. Before we get into the news, we're going to take a little break because mm. I have to be. Me too. That is a 43-minute what we've been watching. I mean, we don't have a main topic, so that's kind of like... News! Well, I mean... We'll be back. All right, and we're back, and you didn't know we were gone. Uh, on to the first news piece of the all-news cast. What is the first news piece? Well, I guess the first piece would be the trailer that we watched. We Which did watch a Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Oh, don't you mean cats? <laughs> I'm not talking about cats. <laughs> I want to talk about We're not cats. talking about cats. <laughs> we saw Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the first re-release trailer since the shitty first trailer, which was... I actually that, liked the first trailer. That animation oh, looked th- horrible. The character yeah. design was awful, but I think the first trailer like actually had a really fun tone to it. And I feel like this trailer really mirrored what I expected the movie to be in terms of yeah, tone. I can yeah. agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But the but the but yeah, I mean the the original Sonic design was just like, I mean it was cat's level, <laughs> like god awful. It was so bad. I mean, there's a serious like le- like a legitimate parallel between like what cats is doing, what cats is doing, and what Sonic did, and how they changed it to make it way less creepy and fucking weird yeah yeah i mean it felt like they were taking sonic and trying to make him have more human features which cats is just keeping the human features which is stupid but yeah it's weird i mean this much better now yeah i agree and you know as much as i like hate to to um to admit that like placating like angry fanboys on Twitter and and you know Facebook and all that stuff like actually made a difference, but I I think it actually made a difference in yeah. this case. I don't think it was just angry fanboys; it was everybody. Yeah, yeah. but the the loudest, it horrible, the loudest people were angry fanboys. Yeah, you that's know what I true. Mean? Um, aside from that controversy, I found the trailer to be hilarious. Man, yeah. I laughed multiple times. Um, I am gonna watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, I really want to see this movie, and like. It, the whole thing looks really good. Like James Marsden looks good, and his relationship with Sonic. Cyclops? But like, yeah, um, Jim Carrey, man, it's it just looks like classic classic Jim Carrey. Yeah. And I'm so excited for him to be back and doing something like this. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, he looks. Uh, I'm not quite sure like how uh, successful the portrayal of Robotnik will be. Like, aside from Jim Carrey p- portraying the character, like I just don't know how they're gonna make that character. Like the take on it. Yeah, I don't know if it's like it seems kind of over the top, which feels appropriate, but it just in, in, translating that character to live action is really tough. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm I'm a little bit worried about that, but I think Jim Carrey like certainly mitigates that for me because at least he's being kind of crazy and like 
you said sort of classic Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, classic 90s Jim Carrey. I, I think say. there are yeah. probably only two people who could make Dr. Robotnik come to life on screen and look good. And one of them is Robin Williams and the other is Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. And we only have one option. Yeah. yeah. So I think I was saying like after seeing that documentary about Jim Carrey and about how like weird he's gotten or, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's cool to see him be able to still take a role and be that classic Jim Carrey. Um, you know, he's taking the role. I want to say seriously, even yeah. though it's like a joke. Right. Um, he's taking it seriously, he's even though trying. Yeah, yeah, he's actually he's not just like phoning it in. He's like, I'm going to be this crazy Dr. Robot in the character. Um, and I'm I'm very excited. Would you say that this is your most anticipated um, no. Jim Carrey movie oh, since Carrey movie. Mr. Popper's Penguins? <laughs> sure, yeah. Because uh, I think that was actually like the I would last say that major studio feature that he's done, which was really? like, I wow. think 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Which That's was, crazy. I mean, it's been a, a minute, you know. Um, I obviously that movie's not that good in my opinion, but um, what? But I still think it's definitely a return to form. I think, like I said, the tone. Of this movie is really what works. I think in terms of the Taylor, like, you forgot one. Oh, Dumb God. and Dumber too. Oh my gosh, you're right. That was you're right. You're right. I t- I mean, I not think that been I a lot. Kickass too. Yeah, I guess Bert that was. I guess that was a studio. Those were all two, 2013. Though, he right? wasn't Kickass too. Those were right. after he, Mr. Popper. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, it's still been a minute, and I think the. Uh, the thing I love the, the the most, I think the biggest improvement is actually not with Sonic is not actually like the design, which is obviously an improvement. I think the animation, the animation is so much better in this. Yeah. In this, and I think Sonic is just so much more lively and like yeah. Yeah. he's an oddball, and I really love that, and I think that like it's we super all fun, yeah. connected to that aspect of it, and I mean. The first trailer used Gangster's Paradise as yeah. like a... I mean, I think that, again, I said it before, I think that that really speaks to the tone of like what this, based on what we see now too, is what this movie's going for, and, and I'm all in, so. Yeah. It's really funny to see the... Not funny. It's really cool to see like his video game world in like before he comes to Earth. Yeah. I, I really like that a lot, and I feel like we're going to get some more of that. Absolutely. In the movie, which is just... As a Sonic uh, fan of like the video games, that's really cool to see like yeah. like the loops and the yeah, fucking and yeah. the jumps and, and also yeah. like yeah. the rings. I think the way yeah. they're yeah, yeah. utilizing the rings in this movie is really cool. Is like a teleport, like it's a teleportation device yeah, essentially. Yeah. Like it's you really open cool. a wormhole or whatever. Like that's really interesting. Um, and it's also visually, it's going to allow them to do some like uh, to like basically have it be a globe trotting movie yeah. without be having it being a globe trotting movie. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Do I think that? Spending apparently the word on the street is, and I, this feels like well, like a little bit too high to me, just on a on a business level. But apparently they spent thirty five million dollars reanimating. Oh my gosh. Sonic. Yeah, I, I don't. I've know seen a lot of people calling out on the internet, but like, look, you guys all fucking asked for this, and they did it. So you better go fucking see. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. And so that's my question: is like, how, you know, will obviously this movie's hopefully going to appeal to fans of the franchise but like how yeah. many people outside of like that don't know Sonic or aren't you know 80 late 80s early 90s video game nerds like how many how is this really going to appeal to I that mean, many I think people? It, I think it'll appear, appeal to kids as well I think oh. it'll be a good kid so, movie for yeah. sure I think Absolutely. it'll it'll make money in that's that true, aspect that's true. at the very least yeah um, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see, and it'll be it, it'll be an interesting test, um, especially what we're going to talk about later, to see if placating fans like this oh will actually, 
like yield um you know box office results in the way that you know they hope that they hope it will so uh, moving on to the Cats uh, trailer. <laughs> we are not talking about kidding. Cats. What's next? Uh, so actually moving on to the news. Um, high School Musical? No, I'm just kidding. I that fucking hate you. Uh, uh, let's see. We have uh, Noah Hawley is going to write and direct Star Trek Four. Did now, we have, is this, um, is he replacing somebody or did they never have a director for Four? So basically about, I want to say it was a year ago. It might have been two years ago yeah. after Star Trek Beyond came out. They Paramount basically tried to get uh, a fourth movie off the ground with uh, Chris Pine, of course, returning, right. and Chris Hemsworth returning as as his father. Uh, and yeah. It was going to be a father son story, a much more buff version of his dad. Yes, yeah. um, and that basically fell apart due to the fact that, uh, I, from what I hear, it was like uh, just straight financial negotiations. They just couldn't come to a number that was agreeable um, because, of course, Chris Hemsworth's like a big box office star because of the Marvel movies now. Wait, who's he playing in the Marvel movie? I don't know. Huh. Was he the voice of Groot? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. I think he was Ant-Man. No, you're thinking about Anthony Mackie. Oh, that's right. He was the Winter Soldier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That sounds right. You guys know. <laughs> I know. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so they tried to, to, to get those guys back on board. Everything fell apart. Um, as it, as far as, as it seemed, it's, it, you know, it kind of seemed like the franchise was dead in the water at this point. Uh, but now we have Noah Hawley coming to write and direct. Um, for those who are unaware, he's done uh, most notably um, Fargo on TV, which people love. And Legion. And Legion. And Legion. Which I think I would those two things are the big reasons why. Legion connects more to the nerddom of yeah. doing Star Trek than like Fargo does. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. And also the visuals. Like, mm. Legion proves that he can right. put yeah, some yeah. pretty far-out visuals out there. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I'm pretty sure he didn't direct any of that. He was just a showrunner. I'm not 100% sure. Um, and then, For and then, Legion? Yeah. I'm he like, directed three episodes. Oh, okay, so he did direct. So, but yeah, being a showrunner is still, like, you are, like, the oh, of, like, like the mastermind. Of course, but you're not on set, like, crafting. But apparently I, he, he was. I, I would yeah. assume even as a showrunner, he's, like, there trying to make it happen. I mean, you think they would be, but some showrunners are weird like that. Right. Regardless. yeah, yeah. Um, regardless of that, Noah Hawley's most recent movie uh, called Lucy in the Sky. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. It's the yeah. new um, Natalie Portman uh, space movie, I guess. And yeah. Wait, it's not about the Beatles? No. <laughs> but uh, apparently it's, it's like not good. Like not it good at all. Doesn't like, look good. People people were very saying it's very bad and like a lot of... Uh, Are we going to get a Colin Trevorrow moment where... I mean, we—he's we, just gotten this Star Trek franchise, and he's going to get pulled off of it. We very well could. It's hard for me to judge that because I haven't seen Lu Lucy in the Sky. But I think based on Legion and uh, and Fargo, like you have the visuals, yeah. and then you have the storytelling ability, and I think those two things like link up to Star Trek for me, at least in the, yeah. in a broader sense. Mm -hmm. um, it's tough to say, like specifically what he's going to do, whether the cast is going to come back in its entirety or not. Obviously, R.I.P. Anton Yelchin. Uh, can't come back, so it's going to be curious you to had see. Had to bring that up. I mean, it, it, they have to like either they're going to have to exclude, either they're going to have to exclude um, Scotty Chekhov. Oh, I'm sorry, I yeah. wanted to say Chekhov. Scotty. I don't too, know why I said Scotty uh, or recast him, and I don't think recasting. I, I Anton was sure just, they all spoke out about the fact that they would not recast him if I, there was I another think, movie. I think that's the right. It's he's so good as that character that it's like hard to. Yeah. Um, Imagine that. So my question for you guys, and since we don't have that much sort of information on, on the movie, at least as of now, 
Would you prefer to see the original cast, or at least the, um, not the original cast, the reboot yes, cast yes, yes, return? Franchise cast, yeah. Uh, or would you prefer to see them just start from scratch? I don't want and, a new one. Recast? No, it's I like got, the cast. It's the called, cast is really good. And it's called Star Trek Four. Yeah. It's a sequel. Well, I mean, it's well, untitled yeah, Star Trek Project. Yet, but, but, but it's called Star Trek Four. Well, that's what we think, but... Um, I would prefer the cast to come back. I, don't, I agree. I don't want another fucking reboot. Um... This might be. I'm gonna say it, you guys. Are you ready? Mm. I would rather them use like a digital Anton than like recast him. Oh, absolutely. I would rather just have him like just in like a couple small background scenes, so he's like a player in the game, but he's not like you know he doesn't have like a monologue or an action scene. They don't mm-hmm. recast him. Having Chekhov not be there also super weird, right? So that's, like, well, that's why I'm right. like, well, Re- I think I don't know. If they found a way to justify it within the story of writing him out. Yeah. yeah and I I'd see that. And are replacing him with a different character that serves the same right. purpose. But. Absolutely. And and that's part of the reason why I bring up the question is because I think this is a legitimate, um, a legitimate concern for the studio in terms of like, do we pay Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine 20 million bucks a piece and John Cho's no like slouch these days. He's no. got a good career. Yeah. Carl Urban's no slouch. Like, Zachary Quinto not so much. He's Carl doing like had the boys. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. so, yeah. these are established players now. Like, do you actually consider the idea of just starting over? I again, I agree with you guys. I don't think that's no. I think a the movie move. the movie's gonna make enough money regardless for them to pay their actors that much money. Yeah, I mean, yes it's a franchise. No. That's what Trek they do. Beyond like made enough money, but it made less than the other movies. You know what I mean? Like there's been a, a steady decline between right. the three. Well then the option is films. just d- don't don't do the Chris Hemsworth thing. He's obviously gonna Agreed. demand yeah. he's obviously gonna cost more than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Just continue the story of what they're doing right now. Don't do well I mean here's the thing. If you did a prequel, you wouldn't need all the other you would need Carl Urban and, yeah. and John which, Cho, which is, which so. is funny because technically Star Trek 2009 is a prequel of the original. Like it's, yeah. it shows them. You how know, do they so do? It's like, how do they do a prequel though? Because he dies when when he's no. A baby. Well, it's it's more of a reboot, but it is it's it's a prequel in the sense that it's about the Enterprise crew coming together. Well, would he like time I mean? travel to meet his dad? Is yeah, exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. Like because he dies his... when when like he's being born. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how that would... I mean, time travel has been involved in, the, in at least in this iteration of the franchise, so it's feasible that you could find a way to do it. I yeah. just... It doesn't make... Like, nobody cares about Chris Hemsworth's character in Star Trek. Like, he had yeah. 10 minutes of screen time. Like, it's notable It's notable because it was before he was Thor. Yeah. Like, that's basically the... Like, and it is a very, um, like, good performance for what it is in that first movie. But yeah, I just don't... I don't know if there's, like... Um, it seems like it's more like a cash grab at this point than like a logical <laughs> storyline yeah absolutely in the words of spock yeah uh what's next the next thing we have is um a, a, so this is kind of actually a big a big piece um that could be potentially very groundbreaking or ground uh i don't know ground smashing <laughs> ground shattering uh, piece of news, and, and that's the, uh, yeah, there the you go. so uh, there's this thing called the Paramount Consent Decrees. Have you guys heard of this? I have. We're already at, at this topic. Well, we're yeah. Well, we're gonna save the uh, oh, save I the good f- stuff yeah, for last. Oh yes, the best, um, the this, best this stuff. This was supposed to be towards the end, but but we pulled uh, an audible. Yes, Taylor. This is where movie studios cannot own theater chains. Basically, yes. Mm-hmm. So because so, that is a monopoly of sorts. Exactly. So what was happening in the 30s was the studio system. They owned all three phases of production. They owned 
um, you know, the, the, the production aspect and as, as well as the distribution aspect of it. And that basically, like you said, makes it a monopoly. So what happened was the Paramount consent decrees were, were um, created in the 40s. I think it's hilarious that they're calling out Paramount, like, specifically in these uh, decrees. I know. They're right? like, look it's at you, like, Paramount, fucking the world. I know, seriously. You got to slow your roll there, right? buddy. And, uh, and basically this bars movie studios from, from, from uh, being in all three phases of production. They can only be in two. So, like, for instance, Disney cannot own theaters because um, they make and distribute. Um, as, uh, it's basically... Uh, production, distribution, and uh, like uh, showcasing or whatever you want to call that. Um, can't think of the word right now off the top of my head. But it basically doesn't allow studios to monopolize those kind of things. Well, as it turns out, in 2019, that may be a thing of the past. because Oh, you mean in the era where Trump is ruining the entire world? Yeah. Well, other powerful you know people I mean? want to ruin the world? And Disney's like, you know, on their way to world dominance. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is a huge thing. It's, it's it's apparently been breached in court. I don't know quite know the specifics of it, but there's a good possibility that that the Paramount uh, consent decrees could be a thing of the past. They could go bye bye. I don't foresee it. I don't foresee it passing the courts. I wouldn't either. But crazy things have happened. Who brought it to the courts? Do we know? I, they, I'm sure. How I, funny would it be if it was Paramount? <laughs> that would be very funny. How funny if it, would it be if it was Trump? He doesn't give a shit. No, I know, but that'd still be funny. I mean, he, he thinks, does. He, he, no, as much as he says he doesn't no, care about Hollywood, he cares about. No, he thinks we're all a bunch of fucking liberal pussies. He doesn't. He doesn't give a shit. Says the guy who cares about the ratings. Yeah, that's yeah. True. you know what I mean. Like that's he's, true. Yeah, that's fair. Um, he cares about it more than. But this isn't what this is about. So, um, what this could mean though is that, for instance, if this goes away, Disney could own theaters and they could say they buy AMC, right? Disney buys AMC. And they say, okay, from now on, we're only going to show Frozen 2 in this theater. And, and only our movies. You can't see Paramount movies. You can't see Warner Brothers movies. You're going to have to go to those the- their have theaters to get, for that. I'd have to get a new s- subscription service. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have Disney Plus and then you have Disney I'm AMC about, like, Plus. Like my A-list. Yeah. yeah. We'd, uh, Disney A-list. I, don't, I mean, I don't really know if there's like much else to be said about this, only because it's not for sure yet. I honestly believe that if they did this all studios would see a drop in movie sales. Yeah. I'm not going to go to... At least theatrically, yeah. I'm not going to go to your... Speci- I'm going to go to the theater that's closest to me, that works for me. This is why I have AMC A-list. This is why I go to CityWalk, sometimes Burbank. It's the closest theater to me. If you are like, oh, no, every Disney movie is now only available in Beverly Hills at this one fucking theater that we own, guess what, motherfucker? You're not getting my money. And I feel like a lot of people are going to feel that same way. You're not going to drive 45 minutes through Los Angeles to go see one fucking movie. You're going to go to the theater that's closest to you. Unless it's mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I lived right down the street from that movie theater, so yeah. I yeah, but didn't Taylor matter and to I me. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he could have seen it at, uh, that's true. at the Pasadena one. I yeah. could have I could have waited. Um, I, I think that if one. they if if this went through, I honestly think it's bad for them. They see it as a good thing because they want to own more property or whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah. I think they would. I think this is like a bite in the ass. I think they yeah. would see this as a good thing, and then when it all passed and went through, they would find that they fucked themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's the basically the end. If it were to pass, it would be the end of modern theatrical distribution as we know it. There's yeah. no like, that's way. How, that's how major this is. Yeah, I just I, there's yeah. no way you're gonna drive to specific movie theaters to see specific movies. I think that would be the only thing is like if they if this did get overturned, whatever, and they were allowed to own 
the movie theater chains, it would something in whatever the new legislation would be would have to prevent them from only showing their own films. Like there would have Absolutely. to be yeah. some kind of clause in it that like, sure, you can own AMC, but you still have to distribute everyone's movies there. Right. Like, or accept distribution or whatever. Yes. And, and, you know, this is also more problematic, too, in terms of, like, you're saying, Joel, you're like, why would I drive 45 minutes to go see some fucking movie that I can wait two weeks to see on VOD? You know, yeah. it's the same thing, like, the Netflix thing. Like, why would I go see, although I do want to no, see the Irishman I do want to see the Irishman But theater. most, most <laughs> I knew you were going there, and I was like, no, but I do, though. Non-cinephiles will say, why would I go see that movie in the theater when I can save my $80 to take my family or my yeah. 100 bucks that I spend to take my family yeah. and see it on in the comfort of our home on Netflix in two, three weeks? You know, yeah. I mean, I I just I just think that they would be shooting themselves in the foot. I don't I don't think it's a good idea. Um, I don't know. I if if they want to fuck themselves, they can go fuck themselves. That's fine with me. Yeah. I just feel like it would be the end of theatrical release, like movie going experience. Absolutely. Really. Yep, it, it would be devastating. Yeah. That's for sure. It so would be insane. To 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 take things to a more positive note, Joel, your favorite favorite person in the world has I, a story by credit on Star Wars Episode Nine. It looks like I got to go to the bathroom real quick, guys. I'll be back in the next three hours after <laughs> they talk about this. <laughs> yes, Colin Trevorrow gives a story credit for Episode Nine, and Derek Connolly, who is his writer co-writer yeah, on uh, Dress. Care Report. about him? I just I only hate Trevorrow. Yeah, I mean he he did write the movie you hate so much, so fucking hate him yeah even though they did write or Connolly did write safety not guaranteed but i do like them i think the notable thing from the story is that um trevorrow actually confirmed that the addition of palpatine in this movie is jj abrams idea so that tells you well that's because jj abrams is a good filmmaker and colin trevorrow is a bad filmmaker i mean i think the decision to bring back palpatine is still iffy as fuck until we see the movie it's very very questionable so i I wouldn't say uh, that okay (laughs) i look i i liked the force awakens for the movie that it was which was bringing us all back to the magic of star wars right I uh, enjoyed, as I have said many, many times on this podcast, parts of The Last Jedi. There are things I have that are, uh, I hate a lot of it. Um, I think that the only, like, this movie trilogy at the moment has no fucking through line. It has no fucking plot. They don't know where they're going. I think that the only way to ground everything and give them a fucking... uh, marker to run towards was the emperor you know what i mean yeah i hate i i hate saying that because it's like oh you always have to bring back things that have worked it's true but the only like we don't have any new villain that we need to fight we don't have anybody with snoke like yeah we don't they they never introduced anybody that was important enough or big enough to end the trilogy on so the only person that you can think of to do this to end this new trilogy is the emperor in right, my, and in my opinion, but it's also because it's not just ending this new trilogy; it's, it's ending the saga, ending the whole saga. Right, so yes, I think exactly. bringing something back is a, the perfect idea to yeah. tie everything back. I hate together. saying that too because I, uh, I, I don't always like. Oh, gotta bring back what we already did. Yeah, but if they had, if okay, if Snoke hadn't died in Last Jedi, right? If they had continued to build him up through the trilogy, I would have been happy with him being the final boss. Yeah. So to speak, and being the Thanos. So yeah, but they didn't do that, and they haven't introduced anybody else. Who's another Kylo Ren? But he's not like the main bad guy. He's going on this journey through the movie. Yeah. So, right. what other bad guy are they going to fight 
in the end. Yeah, I mean, nobody. I, there I, is yeah. no one else. I don't disagree with you, although I think that like bringing him back has the implication to severely fuck the movie and the saga in terms of like just bringing the character back to bring him back. Like, I just hope that the justification and the explanation for what he's doing in the movie and what's happening, like works you know oh, what we're I mean? all hoping that i'm just very very skeptical of like that aspect yeah and i want it to work but i just uh, it, it's it's always tough when you when you when you say characters as important and far-reaching at least in the star wars universe yeah. like palpatine are dead and then you bring them back you know what i, I mean, mean maybe it maybe he's maybe he's just a ghost we don't know totally and it very well could be he could be yeah. a, like an apparition or right. something like that you know um i mean but here's the thing what is the alternative are you going to introduce a new bad guy in Agreed. the last movie i don't i don't think there is an alternative i just hope that it's handled tactfully yeah you yeah. know like i you know i have actually come to this conclusion i was kind of like oh really you're doing the emperor again but then the more I thought about it, I was like, well, you don't have time to introduce a new bad guy in the yeah. final movie. Yeah, no, you got to close so, that shit like, down, you right? Ha- yeah, like, I, I honestly think that's the only option. Uh, whether it's going to be good or we want it or not, I don't know what else. I guess they could have just done Kylo versus Rey, but that's a long movie that's for not, just yeah, them. Yeah, that seemed climactic enough. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, there's like not enough there. So I yeah. think um, I trust J.J. Abrams more than I trust Colin Trevorrow. So... I think he's gonna do us fine. Agreed. Although J.J. Abrams has actually never finished a franchise, so like you're not wrong. We about don't really that. know. That's the thing, you know. You're not wrong about that. The only thing he's finished is Felicity. Like he he left Lost, left Star Trek, left Star Wars. And now it's coming back. So it's like we really don't know. Like this is gonna be unexplored territory for Abrams. So I'm very curious to see how it's gonna play out. I mean, obviously we only have a month to go. So I mean, I like the Force Awakens more than the Last Jedi. So yeah. yeah. I trust him more than anybody else in this new trilogy so far. Yeah, exactly. Which is funny because I like Ryan Johnson as a filmmaker more than I like J.J. Abrams. So we'll see. Right? That's funny how that works. It's really funny. It's really funny how that works. But Uh, it's Star Wars, so I guess it's its own beast entirely. Um, I guess moving on, unless there's anything else you guys have to... Not particularly, no. Okay. Uh, Moving on to... I would like to say how quickly we stopped talking about Chavarro and moved on to other things. Yeah, exactly. Topic. Well, moving moving on to the DC hour. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> we have Joel's a bunch of news from thing. DC. My actually. next favorite thing. I in know. The hey, I only moved through Chavarro because I knew we were getting to this. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> um, I guess the uh, the first piece of news is that um, Henry Cavill not quite done playing Superman. This actually surprised to, to me. Popular yeah. belief. This really surprised me because after Batman Five Superman, um, it kind of seemed like he. I mean, okay, we got the Justice League, but yeah. it kind of seemed like he was done. They yeah. had they had that refused to announce a new Man of Steel movie um, with Batfleck gone yeah. and, and and like so didn't cameo in Shazam. Yeah, it just kind of seemed like he was <laughs> over. Like he was over it. All the reports we were getting led to us led us to believe that he was over it. Well, the the term he's over it is not... Because he still wants to play Superman from... Right, right. The, it was over. Yes. Yeah. What were we going to say, Lauren? I don't I know. Was, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we were cutting you off there. Um, but yeah, Henry Cavill basically said that... Um, the way he put it in, in a nutshell was that... Uh, I'm not done playing Superman, but the cape is in the closet, so to speak, meaning that it's he's he's ready, he's waiting. 
Um, if Warner Not Brothers gives gi- gives him the opportunity to do so, it seems like he'd be game to come back. Um, do you do you care? Not really. Yeah. Really? Okay. Me, see, I think me neither. I, I so I haven't seen okay. any of his movies except Justice League. Oh, uh, so. okay. Okay. Let me tell you, in Man of Steel, he lets his father die. So yeah, no, no, that's I've uh, heard that's uh, oh wait, no, sorry, you did say Man of Steel. Yeah. I thought you said ba- Batman. 5. No, no. <laughs> No, I've heard like I've heard a lot about it. I know a bit about what happens and all the things, but it just it never grasped me from the trailers and yeah. everything. Um, and not enough people were like, "Yes, you have to see this movie." So surprisingly enough, really as a care. DC movie, it wasn't good. So I see the thing is, is I think the whole DCU was like a, a big um, like clusterfuck of 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 just no one really knowing what was going on. Yep. I feel like the strongest aspect and this this by far the strongest casting for me is, is Ken, Henry Cavill as Superman. I think he's the casting. Yes, that I doesn't think Henry make Cavill any of the is good. a a great Superman, and for that reason alone, I feel like he deserves a chance to really dig into the character in Man of Steel too, and like try to do something with it because yeah, yeah. If someone else directs it. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I I this has been rumored in the past, but I would love if like somebody like Chris McQuarrie would come and make a Man of Steel movie. That would be awesome in my opinion, but he won't because he's making two Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, he um, is. <laughs> Ghost Boats three and I four. Know. By the way, Palm Clementif. Uh, yeah, Liz Mantis got cast in in seven and eight. Yeah, oh, nice. buddy. so that's kind of cool. I'm excited. I'm about digging that. it. I'm um, digging it. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's 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 interesting because Henry Cavill also commented on his three turns as Superman, and basically what he said is he's like Man of Steel, like really enjoyed it, like great introduction to the character, like enjoyed making the movie. Yeah, Batman versus Superman. I'm he sorry, was, what movie? Batman Five Superman. Oh yeah, that one. That's what, this is what he said. Oh, um, so Batman he doesn't know the name of his own movie. Exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Um, and he was basically like. That was a Batman movie because it is like that. Superman is a secondary yeah. character yeah. in that movie, and then 100%. he said Justice League didn't work, right? So I think he's. I think Henry. I'm Cavill's so proud to say I have still not seen Justice League. Oh, dude, you just saying. Need to, you need to. Watch I it refuse. Just That's gonna happen eventually. Oh fuck! Clusterfuckery. Yeah, in like in like a year and a half, maybe. Yeah, it's still, gonna happen eventually. You're gonna, you're gonna have, have to watch, watch Aquaman too. Do you guys realize that the day we do that podcast, I'm gonna be so mad. I know you're just gonna it's get okay, shit faced. I'm gonna be, be so, oh, yeah, I'm gonna get so. hammered. I'm gonna be so mad the day I have to watch that. Yeah, uh, we'll get around to it. But uh, but yeah, I think there's still I think there's still a lot of potential for Henry Cavill's uh, like Superman. He's still young enough. He's he's the best casting they've done I, in terms of the modern DC characters, in my opinion. I hate to agree with you because it's DC related. Yeah. But you're not wrong. I think I Henry Cavill makes a fucking amazing Superman, and it's really shitty it, that he has to be a Superman in the DCEU. I know. Yeah. And uh, if he could do like a Todd, if there was like a like like an Elseworlds Superman movie, and someone else could direct him as Superman, that would be fucking awesome. Instead, he's in this fucking shitstorm of a goddamn Zack Snyder dick cyclone yeah. of the DCEU. Yes, and he's and it's dick just cyclone. Like, he, really like he's getting him. He's he's getting fucked daily. Having to be the DCEU Superman, and I feel bad because he's so game, like he's so up for it, you know. And yeah. he's yeah. like fighting for like his place in this universe, and it's just kind of feels like a lost cause, lost cause in a certain respect. But yeah, it doesn't seem like anybody else in that universe wants to be in that universe. Totally, and yeah. I, it feels like I mean, besides him and Gal Gadot, those are the only really, I guess, Jason Momoa is still yeah. around as Aquaman, but yeah, but he's not the, like fucking pumped for it he's just oh, like yeah i'm in the he's, series he's pumped for the snyder cut that's for sure um 
Uh, yeah, I, I believe think he me. was pumped for Aquaman. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I, I, you know, Aquaman was no, I would say he's not like fighting for a chance to like Henry Cavill like, wants like he's yeah. actively wanting this. And I think for Momoa, it's just like, yeah, man, it's fucking payday. I'm he's in like, it. I What's made, up? My movie made a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's like, I'm not mad. Yeah. He's like, my man. <laughs> <It's Warner laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just I just think there's a lot of um, uh, potential and I feel bad for Henry Cavill, but we'll see. You know, I mean, I feel like in a lot of respects, this was him like publicly airing dirty laundry in the sense that like in a good way where he's like, all right, Warner Brothers, the ball's in your court. Like, let's let's make this happen. Is it yeah. going to happen? You know, because it seems like he's out of the loop as, as everyone else is. Giving Warner Brothers the chance to do the right thing is never going to end up in your favor. <laughs> That's true. Unless you're Spike Lee. I don't. I don't said, understand that reference. Said, do oh, the right do the thing. right thing. Sorry. Okay, I, I get it. No, that is a yeah. Come on, I got it. Come on. Look, as long as he doesn't grow any more mustaches, he shouldn't have any <laughs> issues. So. Hey, that actually wasn't a, that wasn't his fault. I know. Um. Okay, so moving on to other stuff. Please. The Batman. God. Our weekly. Oh, it's, bi-weekly it's Batman, Batman update. I'm okay yeah. with this. I'm go. okay with this DC yeah. news. Uh, John Turturro, Carmine Falcone, very sneaky. The Batman. Yes. Matt Reeves, very very sneaky. Very sneaky. Very sneaky. Thoughts? Uh, honestly, seeing uh, was it Tom Wilkinson who was Falcone? In yes, I, I'm not sure if he plays Carmine or yeah, he might play the other Falcone. Right. I can't remember. Um, but in yes. in the Dark Knight, yeah, the, uh, uh, or is Begins. it Batman, Batman Begins? Begins? Right. Um, where where no, uh, I, I'm I'm not going to try to quote that scene. Stop doing crime in Gotham or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah, I'm. Pretty sure that's word for word what he says. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that sounds like David Esquire dialogue. So yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, honestly, he was Carmine. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I think of, right? Like a big fat Godfather type of gangster. So my initial reaction was like, uh, but it's John Turturro. So totally, kind and of excited about it. Great actor. Absolutely, and I think the the thing that 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 should be noted is is Carmine in the. Long um, Halloween and the Long Halloween is much more of like a John Turturro type, like right. physically. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense in terms of the physical aspect. I mean, I think we can all like agree that John Turturro is like an amazing actor. Oh yeah. That um, I don't even know if he's won an Oscar at this point, but he should have. I, don't uh, I know he's been nominated for like Barton either. Fink and and some other stuff. Um, probably he wasn't maybe. nominated for Mr. Deeds. Dude, no. <laughs> Dang, I thought he had been. I thought I thought Adam Sandler's <laughs> Razzie-worthy performance. Yeah, yeah. He's actually one of the better parts of that movie. Oh, oh well, really my God, funny. yes, yeah. 100%. But how the fuck he made it into that movie. Yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say, like, other than that. I think it's it's great casting, but... I will say I'm interested, because, uh, yeah. Well, as I already said, when I think of a gangster, I go to that Martin Scorsese, right? Like, that, what he does with, like like... Marlon Brando, Robert De Niro. I think of that. Yeah. And seeing like a John Turturro in this role, like, okay, you're doing something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And that's what Matt Reeves does. So <laughs> I'm curious to see how he molds Turturro into Mr. Falcone. Yeah. He's so. actually never been nominated for an Oscar. Are wow. you freaking, okay, that's why I wasn't sure if he had been nominated either. Emmys. But that's crazy. Emmy, that's, okay. He's won an Emmy. That's incredible. What was the Emmy for? Monk. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Where's Tony Shalhoub at these days, dude? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Maisel coming out. Oh, December is 6th. he? I haven't watched. He plays uh, her dad. Oh, oh he does. So he does play her dad. That's yeah. Okay. About that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm glad he's still working. 
I love Tony Shalhoub. I really love yeah, him in uh, I really love him in uh, the first Men in Black as Jeebs. Yep. Yeah, he's so yep. funny in that role. Oh, Jeebs it. is great. Uh, okay, yeah. So moving on from that, uh, I guess the next thing Wait, would can we talk more about Batman? I mean, if you want, what else? Do you I don't know. know. There's nothing else to say. There's anything else I to just, talk about. I just know it's coming next, and I would rather <laughs> talk about Matt Reeves' Batman. No, there's something else coming next that you'll that you'll don't enjoy. You guys like that Paul Dano's The Riddler? Isn't that so cool? It did really. Yeah. It still has. I think I, I'm still so excited for that. I movie. feel like I'm not going to believe that's actually true until I see like a trailer or at least some set photos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think he's going to have the hat? The the green bowler hat, bowler at, hat. Some, at yeah. some point, yeah. Totally. It, whether whether he has it to begin with or like it's obtains it exactly is, yeah. is to be determined. But I, I That's think exciting. I think you yeah. he, actually he may not do the bowler hat. I can't no. remember what the Riddler's look is in um in in the Long Halloween, but I believe he uh, he has more of the square top hat. Your copy's in my car. I would. Just I know look that's at what it. I was gonna say. Yeah. We could look at it, but it's all good. Um, who do you guys think is gonna play Calendar Man? I. I'm just I'm just really avoiding know the next who that couple topics. Is so I could not give you any guesses. All right, he's fine. The, we'll the, move on. He's the oh, What are you talking about? You don't know who Calendar Man is, the best rogue in Batman's <laughs> Shut the fuck gallery. Up. Come on. All right, what's what's Actually, next? They, they used um Calendar Man in the Arkham games like really effectively. Oh, Did they really? Nice. Yeah, he has a small cameo in it, but it's really funny. That's pretty good. Yeah, Calendar Man's like one of the weirdest. Um he he like celebrates like all the um like not celebrates but like basically commits crimes like on all on the, the holidays. holidays. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, and so Calendar so the the Long Halloween is every episode is a, a holiday throughout one one holiday throughout the month. So like February's Valentine's Day. So Calendar Man has like that. Which is why I really am looking forward to Matt Reeves' Batman because it's like it's much more of a detective story because in Long Halloween he can't figure out who Calendar Man is. Mm -hmm. It's a much more detective driven uh, story as opposed to well I know who the Riddler is because I've put him in goddamn Arkham 20 times and he keeps getting the fuck out so I gotta go fight the same fucking dude again. It's like he doesn't know who this is and he needs to figure it the fuck out right now. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so I actually I, th- I think I know what's next and I actually am not sad to talk about I know, it there's actually two things I think you'll enjoy yeah, yeah, before yeah. we get to the shit storm yep uh, Black Adam finally has a release yeah. date yeah The Rock maybe it's been in development for like 10 years but yeah. again another one of those things Yo, he's, where I'm been not gonna, t- he's been talking about this for so long seriously I'm yeah. not gonna believe it until I actually see a production still or like him in costume at least you know didn't they um, release like a promo well, there was like the poster. Like poster, yeah. It was, yeah, it was yeah. like concept art, essentially, yeah. like turned into a poster. But yeah, it featured the Rock in the Black Adam, pretty straightforward Black Adam look. Um, but the movie's coming out December 2021. Uh, and the other interesting piece of news was it 2021 or 2022? 2021. Okay, I believe maybe it might be 2022, but I think it's 21. Lauren, <laughs> so you grab the phone. But the Lauren other always Lauren loves the fact checker. It's, right? it's like it's, it's, no, it's, it's like my favorite thing. I, I would be trying to do it myself. <laughs> you and I would Busy be like, talking. ah, we'll look at it later. <laughs> Maybe we'll follow up on Wait the next. Wait a minute. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what? Oh no, I read that wrong. Okay. Oh, okay, I thought it said someone was in the movie that I got really excited for, and uh. I was wrong. <laughs> um, but it is 2021. Yeah, oh, wow. so December 2021, cool. which is interesting. I think it's going up against Avatar or some shit like that, if I'm not mistaken. Fuck Avatar. Yeah, so that's going to be really um, interesting. Is that before or after Shazam two? They haven't announced Shazam 2, so I'm assuming that... It'll be before? I think the idea is that they're going to do Shazam, do Black Adam, and then have Shazam versus Black Adam. Mm. All, uh, like That'd Godzilla cool. versus Kong. Right, have yeah. individual, like the way it should be done, individual films, and oh, then lead you up You mean they're the learning? Interesting. 
Yeah. You're correct about Avatar 2 also. Ah, okay, yeah. See, I know my... They call they call Scott Mance Mr. Movie Release Dates. I feel like Mance and I should have a movie Taylor, release date you off. and I would do so good on Schmodown, yeah. it's not even funny. Yeah. I feel like your strengths are my weaknesses. <laughs> and my... Oh, they might be on your weakness. No, I think we share. I think we share strengths, but Absolutely. my weaknesses are your are yeah. also your strengths. Yeah. They're expected on different weekends, but that could change. Yeah, absolutely. But still, December twenty twenty. So the 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 more interesting part of this is that The Rock soon thereafter came out on Instagram and announced that Lawrence Schur, who is the cinematographer on Joker, will actually be shooting Black Adam. That is pretty and, cool. And and I think I mean you guys can listen to our review on that which I believe is like episode 37 or I mean, you guys can find it the Joker um, yeah no, it's, it would have been 37 like 40 something it was oh, not I'm sorry, that I long 40, ago I meant 47 okay. sorry I meant 47 my fault um, but uh, I think one of the best parts of that movie was the cinematography so for me yeah. this is like oh, huge 100%. you know what yeah, I mean yeah. it's, absolutely and he's shot a bunch of um, awesome movies in the past um, you can go look up his filmography and you'd be surprised how much stuff that he shot that you've seen um, so with that, um, is there anything else you guys have on Black Adam? I really, really want to see The Rock and John. I almost said John Krasinski. Oh man! I want to see Black Adam and Mr. Fantastic. No, I want to see Zach. I, I, I'm, I'm really excited to see Zach and The Rock together. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. That, that I don't know why I said John Krasinski doesn't make any sense. I fucking know Zach. What do you mean? Uh, I I know who he is. Why would I say that? Um, no, but they they're such big characters on their own. Yeah, seeing them together would be, I just think, so good. And I am I am happy that they're doing a solo film before they introduce them. But I just want to see them together now. Yeah. Totally. And I'm, you know I'm what just, I mean. Yeah. I'm just curious how you're gonna pull off a Black Adam movie like solo movie and make that interesting i think you can i'm just curious like kind of like the way they did the joker i guess right that's true yeah you could you know i mean i guess if anything joker proves that you can um yeah. do just because like, he's a bad guy that doesn't mean he has his like his own reasons for doing the things that he does absolutely right? and, and shazam is like an immortal who's thousands of years old would so shazam cameo of... in black adam you think to kind of push people to want to see the 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 uh i, I the would crossover yeah the I was about to say the third, but that doesn't make yeah. sense. The crossover, yeah. Uh, I would say it's up in the air, probably fifty-fifty at this point. I okay. think there's a, I think there's a case to have, um, Shazam show up like in a post credits or something, not in the actual movie. Yeah. But I also think there's something to be said for just like straight up just teasing, mm-hmm. like in Shazam. Uh, you have the, 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 the ancients or the elders or whatever. Right. And then there's just that seventh chair that's empty. And there's one point where they go, what's that? And they're like, we don't know. And that's Black Adam. You right. know, like you hint, sort of hint at it, but don't actually yeah, like yeah. spend the time other than maybe a couple lines of dialogue to, yeah. to set it up. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough for me to say, but I would probably like to see them uh, not rely on Shazam if they didn't need to. I agree that they shouldn't if they don't need to, but I will say that my only reasoning for being excited for this is to see is to see Zach Levi and The Rock uh, on screen together. That's going to be very so, fun. Their chemistry will yeah. be very fun yeah. if it happens. If it happens, like we've all been waiting for the Black Adam movie, and I don't want to diminish this for The Rock, but I'm excited for it so he can be on screen with Shazam. Yeah. So totally. Um, and then speaking of Joker, yes. Uh, speaking of Joker, we have uh, some news. So, of course, Joker uh, has made over a billion dollars 
and and they were, said there was never going to be a sequel the this. sequel was not even on the table mm-hmm. we're not even talking about it mm-hmm. Taylor what's the news <laughs> well so this is kind of an interesting one because what happened originally is that um, I think it was THR wrote a story saying uh, Joker 2 is happening Joker Two is happening. What? I mean, ha- as a studio, how do you how do you say no a to movie a movie that to makes a billion dollars to a billion dollars on a thirty million dollar budget? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's just smart. Business. It was funny to think that anybody thought that there wasn't going to be a sequel. Yeah, and then and then Please. what happened on top of that was that the report said that um, Phillips was also uh, working on developing other villain origin sequels in this Elseworld style exactly, the movie. black label or whatever the right. movie calls it. Um, interestingly, after that, Deadline broke a piece saying, oh, that's all bullshit. Hmm. And so it threw everything up into question. And then Phillips came out and basically set the record straight. And this is what he said. So uh, in reference to the spinoff movies, there was apparently a meeting between Phillips and, and Warner Brothers uh, head honcho Toby Emmerich. And this is what he said. I can say that there was no meeting that happened on October 7th where I marched in. Apparently he marched in and demanded origin oh stories to like 50 characters or something. What the fuck? Uh, first of all... Calendar man, right <laughs> now. First of all, if you know me and my career, that's not my style. I made a huge comedy at Warner Brothers, The Hangover, and I didn't, uh, and I didn't suddenly become a comedy factory producer like, oh, let's just churn out movies. Bradley Cooper and I have a production company at Warner's. It's been at Warner's for 15 or 16 years. We have two things in development at all times, not 40. Um, so he's like, so I just don't have the energy to do this. Then he followed up and he said... Here's the real truth about the sequel. While Joaquin and I have talked about it, and while touring the world with Warner Brothers executives going to Toronto, going to Toronto, Venice, and other places, of course, we're sitting at dinner and they're saying, so have you thought about it? But talking about our contracts, there's not a contract uh, for us to even write a sequel, um, and we've never approached Joaquin to be in a sequel. These are formal mm-hmm. you know, offers. They've obviously right, right, had right. informal discussions. Uh, what will happen... Uh, again, I just think the article, and I think they're talking about the Hollywood Reporter article, uh, was anticipatory at best. Hmm. So this is a real interesting wrench that he's thrown into it. Yeah. You have a billion-dollar grossing movie. But is, that is this wrench he's throwing a, like, a ploy wrench? Yeah. I mean, it very well could be. Like, oh, are we going to do it? it? It very well could be. I mean, if if I was Todd Phillips, I think I would, unless... Unless I was, com- obviously money compels people, but I, aside yep. from that, unless I was compelled creatively to make this movie, I would stay as far the fuck away from it. If Warner Brothers wanted to be like, we're going to make a Joker sequel, I'd be like, okay, you go make your Joker sequel. Because I know for a fact that like without Todd Phillips, Joaquin would never come back. Like there's, there's, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, and, but, but I also think that without Joaquin and Todd Phillips, they wouldn't do it. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I think that's they have to offer this. them. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm sorry. Did uh, James Bond say he wasn't going to come back until they dumped a fucking truckload like of money at his? Yeah. For the he was movie. like, I'm done. And they were like, no, you're not. We own you. And they gave him all the money in the world. You don't think there's any amount of money that they're just like, hey, Todd Phillips, you can't breathe because you're swimming in so much money. Well, I He's mean, do it. so the thing is, is Todd Phillips actually had back end participation on this movie. So oh, by, by all accounts, he made a, over $100 million on this movie. I did not know that. So like you don't need to. Holy I mean, shit. he did the same thing with The Hangover, which is huge. Like he's. Yeah. He's he's done that his whole career is 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 bet on himself. What was the oh tell everybody about the tweet that you sent us about uh, the Joker two? Oh God, I don't even remember what that tweet was to be honest. It was the tweet that had to do with the Hangover sequel. Uh, 
to be honest, I don't remember Joel. Lauren's looking it up right now. But but uh but in terms of um Thailand I honestly oh, yeah. Um I honestly don't remember like <laughs> You said you said just do the same plot again but in Thailand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So yeah. Joker too, but <laughs> yeah, in Thailand. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. Because that's what the hangover two was. It was, exa- yeah, it was yeah. exact same structure, but it's in Thailand this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I, I if if I were Phillips, what I would do is I would I would take like um, beautiful. I would take one of those one of those properties that Warner Brothers is interested in doing. I would find something that really appeals to me, and I would I would make it one that works where you could have Joaquin cameo Ooh. in the at the end of the movie, or maybe have be some some or they sort of in the side of Arkham exactly. And and he's a supporting character. You still get that um that you know that collaboration with that person. You placate the fans, and then you can also tell the story you want to tell. Well, that's the thing is. What we don't know about this report, if it's real, what is actually happening, are is this is this separate origin story for a villain happening in Joker Two, or are they two separate movies? Well, right. I think the I think the idea behind these Elseworlds was to have them be like separate right. universes. So he's gonna for... make a Joker Two and another Elseworlds. But Elseworlds I mean, movie. considering the success of that movie, I think it would be smart of Warner Brothers to say, hey. Let's you know. Uh, let's have this be a shared universe, but we can still tell individual stories and still have how funny would it be connections? You know, if this universe did better than the DCU, I mean, it probably will. I would be so fucking. I mean, happy. dude, this year they had Shazam and Joker, which have been two total knockouts. And I mean, Aquaman wasn't the best movie, but it made him over a billion dollars. At okay, the box yo, actually, let's sidebar real quick. How do we feel about Amber Heard in fucking Aquaman too? I mean, I've heard the stories. I haven't uh, truly kept on it, uh, kept kept up on that whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard debacle. But um, I mean, when I don't have a when it was first announced that Johnny Depp was the bad guy, he got immediately canceled from the Pirates franchise. Immediately mm, dropped. Yeah. Mm, I don't. I don't. I think that has more to do with the fact that people don't care about that franchise. And now, no, I think it's about no, well, he's he was a bad person. To be doing more, yeah. and then they yeah. And now, yeah, and now that Amber Heard is the bad person, but that doesn't matter. The point is, is that they fired him because of this story, and now that it's the other way around, why isn't Amber Heard being fired immediately? Yeah. That's true, and we don't also know. I don't know the details of it. I know that apparently she was like taking or not like a beating him or doing exactly he submitted, what. Submitted. I think it, it, it's it either like, fifty videos or fifty hours. Yeah, something like he that. He submitted some yeah. ridiculous amount of footage to show that she hit him. She she severed his finger. She hit him in the hand yeah, with a bottle. Yeah. Cut his. He had to go to the hospital to reattach his finger. Yeah, it was yeah. severed almost yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. I mean, and she's. If she's an Aquaman too, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I would say innocent until proven guilty because we don't know any of these Except things. But it's the not guilt a that good, he's proven to the courts by the videos. Well, I mean, we're not privy to that court case. We're it, it's hearsay. So, if for me at least, like I haven't looked in any of this. I don't know any of this stuff, so it's hard for me to say. But I will say you do have a point. And to be fair, Amber Heard like wasn't the best part of Aquaman. Even oh, that's though not she, the point. She was interesting. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like if she. Oh, please. I no, that's okay. I just thinking about it. Yeah, he immediately got dropped from Pirates, but 
everyone's still been calling for his head as far as Fantastic Beasts goes. Well. Yeah. And he still remained in that franchise. So mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if um, she remained in at least Aquaman and it. Yeah. Whatever comes out about the truth about this affecting her future. Her, her, her totally. Career. And I think, yeah. I think the bigger story, not the bigger story, but the, the more pressing thing in terms of this conversation is the fact that Johnny Depp isn't the star that he once was. Like, Johnny oh, Depp yeah, spending... I, ag- I he, agree he, with that. It, 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 he doesn't... It, he just doesn't have the same draw that he used to. Like, I'm sorry. And Johnny Depp has been pulling in some pretty shitty performances in the last, like, eight right, to ten years. Right, but I also have to wonder if his side of the story is true, how much of that is That's affecting 100%. his performances. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... Have you heard it, the Brendan health. Fraser thing? He yeah. was sexually assaulted oh, and it yeah, really yeah, affected yeah. him. Totally. Well, I mean, I don't know if you guys read that expose about Johnny Depp that Rolling Stone did. They mm-hmm. were like, oh, we heard uh, we, we heard you spend $30,000 on wine a month or something like that. And he's like, don't be ridiculous. It's far more than that. That's the kind of person that you're dealing with. Like, No, but who who cares? Why is that a bad thing? He's rich as fuck if he wants to buy no, expensive no, no, wine. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm when it comes saying, to I think he's expensive more, he's, wine, $30,000 could be two bottles. I think he's more interested yeah. in It's being, not like he's drinking 18,000 bottles totally, of wine. And it's that, it could be one bottle of wine. That's, it also that's could not have the point. been a it's, joke. Uh, it, it, oh, yeah. it kind of was, but the way the article's written, it totally wasn't. Um, but that could part, be the, the two point, very expensive totally. bottles of wine. The point being, though, is that Johnny Depp seems more interested in being Johnny Depp than actually like portraying a decent role right. in a movie. That's the I'm point. not saying that he's a good person. He could be a coke-addicted piece of shit. The yeah. point is is that if we're going to hold everybody accountable for these things, mm-hmm. um, it should it should be both sides. Totally. Yeah. Um, totally. It's, I, you know, and this, it sounds I like such a fucking men's right. I know. Thing and to it's say, also like part of not. the problematic no. nature of the, the cancel culture too. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like we shouldn't be so quick to like rain down on somebody like that, you yeah. know, unless it's c- clearly justified like a Weinstein or there whatever, are still people you know? who don't yeah. like Chris Hardwick. And I, and I just think that people jumped on that train far too quickly. Yeah. And, uh, there are people who won't get off of it because they got on too quick and they're like, well, now it's moving too fast. If I jump off, I'll die. Um, and I just think that like it's it's the same thing with Johnny Depp. I think mm. people jumped on too quick I, and they were I wrong. I think that's a different thing because I the thing is is I believe Chloe Dykstra far more than I would believe like what Amber Heard was saying. Oh no, but I like don't. again, I don't know those people and I'm not as well versed like in the situation as you are. I'm just yeah, yeah, from the outside yeah. looking in. So moving on from this, <laughs> I don't know how this. Uh, turned into like the me too podcast yeah we talk about it every now and then just because yeah. it's like especially i I, th- I think it only comes up with the johnny depp thing because it's that's true. probably the biggest evidence that she was lying like yeah. we don't totally. have that there's a lot of stories where like if he said she said if what if but this is the biggest uh story where he was like uh here's all the evidence that i didn't do anything totally and it's like totally. oh shit <laughs> Yeah, and I yeah, totally. And I don't think you're wrong in saying that. I think my ultimate point is that I just I'm not well informed enough to like make a True. I think it goes yeah. back to what you said, like the cancel culture right. aspect of it of everyone attacked him too fast. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then now I think people are being like, All right, we fucked up, maybe let's wait and see what happens before yeah. we just cut all ties. Yeah. I only brought it up because I recently read an article that said if you're going to cancel Johnny Depp that quick, you need to do right. it to her as well. Uh, that's just fair. Um, I I think I read that like two days ago. Yeah. So it was like it was a huge thing on Twitter, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people have been, been yeah, 
people have been on that for a while. Yeah. Um, Speaking so of things on Twitter. <laughs> right. Seriously. God damn it. Well, now, uh, well, what else can we talk about? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we finally get to the last thing. I think we covered everything else. Fuck. What's the weather out like, side? It's uh, it's kind of dark. Clear skies. W- would though. someone say that it's perhaps a dark? No, no, don't, don't night? say it. Don't night. Say, uh, oh come on! I thought you were gonna say dark seed. No, I was gonna say dark night. <laughs> but no, we could say dark seed. There, could there perhaps be a dark seed oh, in the pool outside you. that's growing? Um, yeah. All right, let's start. So, what did we see at Comic Con this year? There were billboards and <laughs> fucking bus stop signs and posters everywhere for what? <sighs> Release the Snyder Cut. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. I'm not going to use that because I think that's bullshit. I think if you think that one replacement director towards the end of the movie ruined the whole film, you know nothing about the film industry, you are delusional, and you jerk off to Zack Snyder every night in your bedroom. All right, discussion over. That's what I think about you. (laughs) If you have ever talked about releasing the Snyder Cut, those three things I know about you to be true. 100%. You orgasm over Zack Snyder's face every single night. That's mm-hmm. what I think about you. Yep. I don't even care if this gets me canceled. The Snyder Bros. I, yeah, you fucking Snyder Bros need to fucking go home. You're probably already home because you live in your mom's basement. D- yeah. Well, I mean, this is a this is a very... No one ruined that movie but Zack Snyder. I mean... He built the whole I, fucking storyline going up to it. I would argue that it's hard to say what and wasn't originally a part of the Snyder Cut because we don't quite know. But he was the architect getting to the of Justice Of course, League. but yeah. I would say that what the theatrical cut that we saw of Justice League was as much the studio's fault as it was Snyder's. You know what I mean? Like, just the, that, that was... Yeah, but I that, also don't like the studio, so it's fine. Totally, and that that production was so mishandled, it's not even funny. Like, it's... A clusterfuck is an understatement. You know what I mean? Um, so the fact that Two years after the release of Justice League, um, this hashtag release the Snyder Cut thing came back. Just kind it's of the same me. people asking for Hillary's emails. I it's mean, not it's not going to happen. I agree. It, it's it's a, a yeah. It's um. It's How much better could of, the movie be? It's the worst parts not. of of of, in, of incel you. culture. You know what I mean? Like on the internet, in my opinion. It's going to be, look, Batman 5 Superman was a dumpster fire. How much better could Justice League actually get? Well, I mean, the people get? that are, the, the thing you have to think about in their heads, the people who are fighting for this, Batman versus Superman was a masterpiece to them. Yeah, but those people I, are stupid. I know they're stupid, <laughs> but, like, that doesn't change that that's their opinion. Like, people are allowed to have opinions, and that's, that's just what it is, you know? Um, obviously, we don't think that way. Um, Your opinion but, can be wrong. That's true, but it's still an opinion. They're still yeah. allowed to no, have yeah, an opinion. Yeah. Oh, they're like allowed to have door. But basically, um, so obviously we had this, the Snyder Bros doing the Comic-Con stuff. Yeah. We, I'm honestly surprised they had enough money to do all that. Uh, well, apparently they raised over $100,000 for, um, like uh, I think it was mental, some charity that because uh, Zack Snyder's uh, daughter yeah. unfortunately committed suicide, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. which is the original reason why, he left, why he left. Or at least Warner Brothers said, as it turns out, According to who you talk to, they fired Zack Snyder. Like, they basically used that as a cover-up to mm. fire him. Right. So, a lot of people are bitter about that. Um, if you can separate for a second him having a tragedy in his life, um, I'm really happy that they fired him. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I, I mean, to, to be honest, like, I think that's actually a good point that you make. Like, the distinction of those two things, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I think that the, the people that are for the Snyder Cut, like, lump 
that together and they're, they're thinking they're, that's the reason they're why. mad at warner brothers for for like firing Zack snyder and using like his daughter's suicide which is again a very serious like i don't i mean that's like i wouldn't wish that upon anybody no yeah. absolutely you know, even not. if you are Zack snyder no i um, fucking i wouldn't wish that on colin trevorrow yeah exactly <laughs> exactly I and so I, I i would never that's terrible so i feel like that's like one of the things right off the bat that the, the fans are so like adamant or upset yeah. about yeah they feel like he he was slighted you know what i mean like i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna name the the person of the tweet because they're actually friends um but basically i read this tweet from this person friends with ben affleck and and no and they, and they this is i mean this in a lot of ways like sums up the the misguided thinking they they were like oh imagine if you'd been a comic book fan your whole life and imagine if you had the chance to actually make that movie like all a batman right. or superman or justice league Imagine if the studio, your daughter died, and then the studio took it away from you, and like this and that. And I was like, yeah. Imagine if you made ten million dollars doing it. Like, I sorry, no sympathy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, obviously the daughter thing. Like, well, and they love in terms and of they being love fired, to blame like, Joss Whedon for the end of that movie. It's like you think he came. You think Joss Whedon has enough clout to come in and force a studio to change the movie? No, no he was no. just there to like oversee reshoots and whatnot. He yeah. didn't change. No. He doesn't have the power to change anything. Yeah. He did he did Ultron, so they came in and they let him like, I don't know, fucking tell some actors, good job, cut action, so on and so forth. He was there to just like shepherd the movie into post. He was he didn't he doesn't he can't change anything. It's like these people who are like blaming Joss are the same people that think Zack Snyder is like new new Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually surprisingly, I know you're probably going to disagree with me on uh -oh. this, but I uh -oh. feel like uh -oh. the people, uh -oh. I feel like the people who hate Ryan Johnson for the Last Jedi are the same people that hate Joss Whedon for the Snyder or for the Justice League. Oh, I would like I, I aside from me, I would agree with that. Well, yeah, and that's yeah. why. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I know so you're, I hate parts of the Last Jedi for story purposes yeah, but you and. But I'm not one of those fucking incel bros who are like, oh, Rose got too much screen time. Yeah, or fuck you, Asian you, women. You're not like, one of I the, don't. You're not one of the ruined Johnson no, guys. Yeah. Like, I'm not actually, a fucking incel piece that of shit. shit pisses, oh my I have God, like I, I have like deep I have deep problems with the way they handled Luke. Only that's actually really the only reasons I don't like about the movie. Yeah. Uh, all the I mean, people who were like, reason, but yeah, but but all the people who were like, oh, fucking the casino scene with Rose, that shit sucks. I thought that scene was exciting. I you, I enjoyed that. You know, it's funny. I always thought the Canobite sequence was like kind of pointless in a certain respect. And the more I've watched the Last Jedi, the I more like I realize it's actually like super critical to that movie. That's yeah. I have I have movie. always said that. Yeah. Everybody who hates Rose and hates Last Jedi and hates like. Uh, the Joss Whedon thing. Those are all the people who have like no actual problem with the movie. They're just stupid. <laughs> I don't like the movie because of what happened with Luke. The ending of the movie to me, and, and that's, I, that's the, under, that's the ending is a huge problem. Like, yeah, complaint or criticism. But dude, the Canto Bite scene is fucking exciting as shit. It's like a it's like a heist sequence in the middle of a Star Wars movie. Why it the is. fuck wouldn't you want that? And yeah. also, that's just, awesome. Justin Thoreau. Yeah, Justin Theroux. Exactly. I love that guy. Uh, yeah, everyone who's like that sequence sucks. I'm like, you're just wrong. Yeah. So jumping back to the main point, which I agreed, and I just, I just find that I just I just keep trying to get away from. No, it. it's yeah. fine. That, that I find that dichotomy <laughs> interesting. However, um, upon the movie's uh, second anniversary, well, hang on. So the I'm sorry. Now no, I'm please, stuck please, on please, this please. a little bit. I think that I like the Canto Bite scene because it teaches Finn. 
like a lesson that he needs to go back. Right. right. Is that not why you would agree about that sequence? Agreed. And I also think he runs away, but I, then he realizes like he, he, he is a part of this back. larger. Yeah. 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 It is a really important sequence for him. Absolutely. And I think it also sets up uh, the, the broom boy stuff at the end too, which I yeah. never connected, but I realized that that is cannabite at the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I don't know why I never did, but um, yeah, just I think on the a, reason that some people have a problem with it is it just feels so out of place as far as like the tone and the pace and stuff like that so i understand that it is but you can make an argument for empire when luke crash lands on fucking dagobah and the rest of the movie's taking place while he's in the middle of fucking nowhere i would say that 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 i would say the candlebite sequence slightly derails the movie a little bit more than the yoda stuff i would say only because right yeah yeah. i can agree with that only the fact that luke was the main character so it's 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 like more important but there are way more important things happening in Empire while Luke is hanging out with a puppet who's making jokes. Absolutely. Yeah. You, and those you, right. Those are crucial story beats too, you know. Yeah. I mean? right. Whereas Canto Bite is like mm, I think that's a crucial story. I would pl- say it's crucial for thematic stuff. For Finn. Character stuff. Like yeah. plot mm, a little bit, but not not as much as the character yeah, themes. Yeah. yeah. But regardless of that, um we upon the release, uh, the second year anniversary of the release of Justice League, the clusterfuck that was it known as no Justice League. It makes no sense that it's still they're it's still the two asking year for anniversary. It. So what? So what happened was a few months ago, Jason Momoa did an interview, and he was oh, I, and I he was this. he was it was like a Guitar Center interview or something like that, and and the guy's like, yeah, so like, what's up with the Snyder cut? And he's like, yeah, man, I've seen it, I've seen it. It's awesome, dude. It's real great. It's cool. Can you tell us what it's about? No, it's it's good. And that's like basically being what kinda, started being kind of facetious. It sounds like though. No, not necessarily. He's actually very. I think he's very like wants it to get out there. But this speaks to my larger problem, which I'll get to a little bit later. Is guys, I'm gonna say it. If the Snyder Cut gets released, you're gonna I get will, a tattoo. I will. No, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. I will. I will watch. I will watch this movie. I, I, I agree. Because I, if millions of fucking bros can't stop jizzing about it, I have to know what's so good about it. Well, you mean jizzing I mean, about a movie they haven't seen? Exactly. If they're already so into it, I need to know what's so fucking good about this movie. If the Snyder Cut, <laughs> what's so fucking if good the Snyder yeah. Cut gets released, yeah. Well, you know how I feel about Zack Snyder. <laughs> I will fucking watch this movie if the Snyder Cut gets released, and that is a fucking promise. Okay, I'll take you up on that. I mean, I saw Justice League. I didn't okay. hate it I'm nearly sorry. as much as I expected to. Um, I I think. Hey guys, it had we need some... a new female co-host on the podcast. If you I guys, I think it had some <laughs> fun moments. It was not a great movie, but there were some yeah. fun scenes with some of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I don't really know how much of a difference his cut would make. Um. I mean, I know there have been other films in the past that, like, the studio recuts into a completely different film, which yeah. is possible. Which is basically what, what happened with the theatrical cut of Justice League. Like, they, that's but part I just of the don't see, like, how with that, where else it could a go. bunch of footage that we haven't seen, like, there, how he's going to recut it so, to make it so great. Absolutely. And, and I mean, <laughs> I... Make it's so great. I, I agree. And, and I like so what choice of wording I mean, like, there. Here's, here's my biggest example of, like, why I... I really do blame Zack Snyder for a lot of the failures in that movie Mm. is like, look at Wonder Woman's costume Mm -hmm. from Wonder Woman Mm. to Justice League. Yeah. It's like four inches shorter. Yeah, that's true. Ah, it's like he directed a movie about cheerleaders. Mm. Uh, 
They weren't cheerleaders, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Sucker punch. punch. That was a female oh, yeah. empowerment movie. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah. He's like, dude, this is like, uh, yeah. It's almost like he was like, ooh, what if Wonder Woman was a fucking sucker punch girl? Oh, yeah, I'm Maybe. Zack Snyder. Slow-mo jerk off. Yeah. Oh, what if, yeah. like, it's choices like that. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, we'll why did you have to change her costume at all? Because he's fucking well, Zack so, Snyder. <laughs> so I think there's there's so much to, like, unpack in this, in this conversation. First of all, I think Zack Snyder is actually a pretty decent choice for Superman. As much as it, people may hate Man of Steel, I think he's, he's actually a decent choice, in, especially in terms of action and all that stuff. Now, when it comes to have you guys every seen other that fucking... white guy gif of him like blinking, like yeah, what yeah. The that's fuck? what Joel that's what I'm. But doing but right I will now. say, <laughs> in comparison to the way he handles and treats all the other characters in Batman vs Superman, like you and said, Justice... Chris McQuarrie, there are so many other directors who aren't fucking Zack Snyder. Agreed. And so I think the the big thing is is that Zack Snyder does not understand woman Wonder Woman. He does not understand. Uh, Batman absolutely doesn't understand. Does he Batman. understand anything that's not in 120 frames per second? Well, that's yeah, exactly. That's I, what I'm trying to get. I at. don't think he's he might see the world in slow mo. That's why he has so much slow mo in his movies. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, he's just like he doesn't actually know what 24 he's FPS literally looks like. Putting us in his shoes. Yeah, and, and his, he has his no vision. idea what real life looks like. That's well, that's yeah. cinema. It's slow mo. It's cinema. So. <laughs> Crank it to the fucking so highest. So I FPS. think that I think that there's that's like an underlying problem that I have with this, right? Like Zack Snyder simply does not understand these characters in a way that makes them compelling. I yeah. He he I understands agree. them visually in a way that'll make them look cool. Sure, but like that doesn't make anything compelling, right? So the other problem I have is that so what happened is uh, Jason Momoa came out and said, "Oh, I've seen the Snyder oh, cut." Oh, right, yeah. There is and then, Unfortunately, and then, there's more to the story. And then uh, upon the anniversary of the day this all broke down uh, both Batfleck Ben yep. Affleck and Gal Gadot, and Gal Gadot posted images un- never before seen images from apparently from the shoot scenes that were never released and saying release the, release Snyder, the cut. Snyder Cut so basically you have like most the majority of the cast you have the director and you have all these fans What are the odds that either Snyder or the studio are paying these actors to say this? That's what I've seen is is Warner Brothers behind this. Because what the fuck does Ben? What? Why? What? Why? Who? Why does Ben Affleck give a fuck if this movie is released? He's not a part of this anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. Why does he give a fuck? I feel like it was Snyder being like, "Yo, bro, do me a solid." That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's they don't actually give a shit, right? No. How does Ben Affleck, who's not a part of this franchise or universe anymore, why does he fucking care? I think he cares. An Oscar-winning because dude, he wants. Why does he, he give a fuck? He doesn't want to remember be remembered as the Batman from Justice League, like I, the Justice League that we saw. I think that. But he's already the Batman it, from Batman Five Superman, so he already sucks. True that. I I don't think he's actually one of the better parts of that movie. I just think the interpretation Where's is. Oh, Martha, why'd you use Martha? Yeah, no, he already I sucks. You, I love how you mixed the... Yeah, I did. Where's Rachel? But, like, why'd you say Martha, my mom? He's already bad, dude. It doesn't matter. I love that you mixed There's the nothing and the, about... the bail. That was so Where's good. Martha? There's nothing oh. that Justice League could change that would make me be like, oh, yeah, dude, that's fucking Batman. Yeah. yeah. Agreed, and I feel like that's the way a lot of people feel. So, long story short, basically what happened is these people tweeted and... Roughly five. Long story 000. long, you mean? Because well, I know. Still, <laughs> yeah. Long story kill, still continuing. I'm trying to get through it, Joel. Thank you very much. Um, hey, man, you picked this as a topic. I know, you I knew did. how I, I would react I to know. this. Um, basically, 500k tweets later, 
this shit is fuck. this shit is trending on Twitter, and and people are like, oh, is that enough for Warner Brothers to do this and that? And people are speculating. What do Warner Brothers say, Taylor? People are speculating that that the Snyder Cut could potentially go to HBO Max, like that could be a home for it. Uh, I still think that's out of the realm of illusion because, like, let's okay, let's break down the nitty gritty real quick, right? Zack Snyder has a rough cut of his movie, right? We're filmmakers. We know what a rough cut. You, you're familiar enough, Lauren. But for those yes. who those who don't um, like understand the filmmaking process, which clearly most of these people don't, um, <laughs> that is the Snyder cut people. Um, a rough cut like will contain, you know, it's 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 basically like uh, the best way I've, I've heard it described is like uh, your worst nightmare come true when you make a movie, right? Like your 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 rough cut is usually something that you're not very proud of. You know, it's obviously there could be potential there, but most rough cuts are way too long. They need visual effects work. They need sound work. They need all this oh, stuff. Oh, right? did you guys ever see uh, Wolverine Origins when it got leaked before it was done? Yeah, that's 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 the best way uh, to describe that's it. That's a very <laughs> actually very appropriate yeah. way to do it. You know, effects aren't finished, and and even in the, the the state at which Snyder was 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 pulled off the project, like they were barely even had any effects done. So this is like literally shots with green screen. So you don't no think, sound like shitty production audio. So you don't think that there's a Snyder cut out there with full effects done. Fuck no. So what you're saying Fuck is that people no. want to see a movie with green screen Unfinished. in it. That's, that's basically, that's basically what they're asking for. And this is why this is so Get fucking infuriating to me because they're like, Oh, well, uh, there's a whole subset of people that like, there's a whole, look at how many people show like, okay, Five hundred thousand. If you say you released this the Snyder cut, you finished it. People paid, are gonna want to watch a performance in front of a green paid, screen. Say you paid. No, no, no. People are saying they should finish it. Say Warner Brothers was stupid oh, enough. To they invest. want them to finish the movie. No. Yes, that's what people are saying. <laughs> what? Yes, the that's the idea. And that's, I did not is, know this. This is why I'm so fucking infuriated. I thought they just wanted it to be released. They want them to put more I mean, money into a second Justice League cut. Yes, this that's so three. Stupid. That's three and a half hours. This by the way, this is stupider than I three thought and it was. Hours. This nope. is even more stupid than I thought it was, Taylor. Yeah, no, I know. Now you I already see thought it was ten out of ten stupid. Now you know why I'm so fucking frustrated by all these stupid <laughs> people that are like, you know, if if they can drum up enough support, a hundred, five hundred k thousand views, you you should just release it, Warner Brothers. And it's like, okay, first of all, <laughs> they're gonna have to pay fifty, thirty to fifty million dollars at minimum to finish the sound, wow, do the color timing, finish the visual effects, which are probably yeah. gonna be shitty and rushed. Well, that's the thing is, people don't know that color timing is a thing. These people don't understand. That like right. you don't just yeah. like you don't just throw a background on the green screen you're like ah the movie's yeah, done it's like oh cool let's just throw this in the After Effects real quick you know um, <laughs> but yeah so it's you you, you you not only have that you have um, God I don't even know where this is so fucking infuriating I just I totally lost my I honestly thought. did not know that this was I for some reason for some reason I thought there was like an almost finished version of the Snyder Cut sources sources differ but from from what I can gather it's not finished yeah how far finished is is questionable but it's certainly not finished wow yeah no one's no one's gonna want to watch that yeah and you know what would happen you know what would happen if they released it the Snyder fans would be like it's a masterpiece we you know what like the unfinished green screen you you put your imagination on it it, and it it just like adds to it it adds to the au revoir of the DC universe and you know they would and say they that didn't shit. even know what Evoa oh means, but they would God. say it. But, uh, you know they would. But the funny thing to me is, you know, they're like, oh, 
the fans have spoken. Release the snap. Like, okay, first of all, don't demand shit. Like, the studio doesn't owe you shit. Wait, 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 wait. Right? The, like, the fans have spoken? There's three fans right here that well, say, shut the fuck exactly. up. <laughs> so the fans is, have spoken. This is what people are saying on Twitter. They're like, the fans have spoken. We demand. Like, okay, the, the studio doesn't owe you shit. We right? demand the Snyder you do, Cut. You, you don't, you're not, people don't give a fuck about you. Like, you, you are a one point zero zero one percent of the audience that will go see oh, this movie. And in the you know scheme. they're still going to go give all the future DC movies their money mm-hmm. so they're not demanding anything yeah. demanding yeah. would be like we're gonna boycott exactly. watching any other future fucking DC movies they just they... so for instance as a quick math exercise right let's say I don't like every math. single one of those tweets equals a person going to see the movie in a theater in a theatrical setting right mm-hmm. so what's 500 500k times 10 15 bucks a piece is hang on it's you also have to think, a couple million bucks you right? also have to think that maybe some of these people are tweeting multiple times absolutely yes and every single hashtag counts as a different one so that's true let's cut it in half so we'll say 250 whatever it doesn't matter no let's go with 500 because the higher number is better it still proves my point even further what that dinging yeah um there was some oh, kind of oh was that me oh uh, maybe no um it, it might have been your computer oh know. yeah that's also um, very very possible what do you call so it 15 dollars times what 500,000 500, yeah what is, I mean, what, is that, what does that equal to? I mean, what is that like two, three million? Uh, no, it's seven point five billion dollars. That doesn't sound right. I, I can show you. Five hundred thousand times times fifteen. That doesn't sound right. I'm, I'm. We both have the same number. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, either way, the point still stands. If even if you had all these people go and buy million, is it? Yeah, it sounds million, about not four, million. Oh, million. Right, yeah. Okay, thank you. I was you're like, right. You're no right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, I was like that. Oh wait, no, million, yes, and, not billion. And, and, thus proving Joel doesn't math. I <laughs> I don't math. I know you. You proved it. Um, no, that's okay. I don't math either. Point being. Say they spend fifty million dollars on a on a on a and they get on a, seven million dollars no, no. back. Say they say they spend thirty million or even ten million. All the hardcore fans can't muster the Warner Brothers making their money back. Like, I'm sorry. It's just not financially responsible for Warner Brothers to not only put the money in, but to double down on a filmmaker that they already kicked to the fucking curb. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm just getting angry now. I'm coughing. <laughs> but but then you have the people who are saying this should go to HBO Max, right? This should go to HBO Max. Like, cool. If you want to put it on HBO Max, that's fine. That could be a really good marketing tool, actually. But... The fact of the matter is that... But if they have to spend that much money on it, they're exactly. not going to put it on HBO and Max where they're not going to be making totally. money Totally. And it. I mean, Warners is doing weird shit with it. Like, they took the latest M- Melissa McCarthy movie, Melissa McCarthy movie, which was apparently so bad, and they just threw it on HBO Max and said, oh, it'll be a launch exclusive. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's not the superhero one, is it? Mm, no. Oh, okay. the, not the one with Octavia Spencer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I don't okay. think so. I was like, no. Maybe. It's called Super Intelligent, maybe? Is that what it is? I don't know. I can't remember, but uh, apparently it's awful. And regardless of that, um, it just doesn't make sense for Warner Brothers to, to double down, you know, like I said, on a filmmaker who they've already kicked to the curb. There's just... Okay, here's another thing that really bugs me. What is the Snyder Cut, right? Like, we, we have... No, there is... That's what that's what we've been saying the whole time. I know, and so... There's no way that there's so much more footage... That that that, yeah. that it could make an there, entirely different there movie. There is based on the trailers and the stills they showed and the the production photos that there is a lot of stuff that we haven't seen. Like there's no doubt about that. 
The thing I don't get is there's a lot of stuff is, that we haven't seen in movies that have been released. There's obviously totally. deleted scenes, totally. but there's no way there's enough to make a whole new movie. Yeah, like basically yeah. double the runtime. Yeah, the movie sucked. Batman you weren't going to be able to change it enough. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and so what I, regardless of that though, what really, 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 really pisses me off is that like, okay, so like Momoa and Snyder are like, yeah, man, the Snyder cut, like it's almost there, dude. It's it's almost there. It's like, bro, if you, and, and then they're like firing up all these followers to be like, yeah, the Snyder cut, the Snyder cut. And it's like, dude, if you really wanted the Snyder cut to be released, like why wouldn't you say like, okay, here's what needs to get done, right? Like we need this much VFX, like this much is completed. Like why is he being so fucking vague about it? Like why yeah. is every, yeah. like, I just don't and and like Momoa's over here like smirking like oh, I've seen the Snyder cut like it's just like I really wish that if if Zack Snyder was serious about this because he's been tweeting about it and encouraging fucking people to be assholes about it online and it's like fuck you for even doing that Zack Snyder like it makes me not even want to watch any of his movies anymore to be honest but why don't you get super specific about what you what need to get to done, done. Yeah, what mobilize the fans and do it in that way instead of just being like, crowdfund it. Right? Uh, but even if you, I mean, you don't own the footage. So, you need, so, so yeah, even Warner if you crowdfunded it, Warner Brothers is going to say, nah. Yeah. And, you know, it's but, just. I mean, but maybe if, I don't know, if you came to them and was like, well, I mean, we have $50 million to finish this movie. They might. They might say, you don't hey, have to do anything. I still, you can put it I on HBO Max. I yeah. still think they'd say no. I, I have a feeling they would too. But still, I, agree, I think but I think the way fans are going about it is really what pisses me off the most, though. Like, and, and Snyder, it's like. If if you guys really want to, if you guys really want to get serious about seeing this thing released, like I w if if I was a Snyder fan, I'd be in like I'd be going to that motherfucker on Vero or Instagram or whatever the fuck he uses. If you really want to see this movie, I think you need to um, reassess your life, write it yourself because it's not gonna happen. Yeah, and it's just it's make people, it make it yourself. It's people grasping at straws that don't exist. Yeah. Or yeah. that, that partially exists. It's I wonder like, what Joss has to say about this. He he doesn't give a fuck. I'm sure. I'm actually. It would be really interesting to hear what he had to say because he's probably one of the only people that got to see that cut and say, "All right, this is like what, what we, need, we need, to need to do, to do you know, yeah. to like make this happen." And that's not to say like Joss was right or wrong in that respect because, like you said, I think he was just a journeyman coming yeah. into that movie, doing a job for like he was just like completing the film, just completing yeah. the film, and maybe putting on a few band aids. But yeah. at yeah. that there, point, there wasn't a ton left. To do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so, money to reshoot the whole thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> like. and then yeah. So I just, I just think there's a lot of like, um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, I can't even find the right, like misnomers in this whole situation that like don't add up. That also piss me the fuck off. That like make fans look really stupid, even though I know they're super passionate and they probably really care about this movie a lot. And like, I can't. Slight that because I'm one of those people about other things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's, but there's good, something to be said for but that. Good things. But also in a like I'm not the guy who's going to the studio and be like demand you know, uh, like release Firefly season two, even however much I want to see that. Like yeah. I know that's the end of it. like that's it's okay for things to end. Like I just don't understand the the um the the need for people to to feel to take ownership over something like in the way that people have with this movie. And it just, it really, really bugs me. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I, I mean, my thoughts are so scattered. It's just like this, 
whole situation is just a giant clusterfuck. And part of me, part of me wants to see them fucking release it just so these fucks will shut up and then we can see how right or wrong they actually were. No, but you know that they're they're not going to admit that they were wrong. It's going to be released and they're going to say that it's a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, oh, that's all that's going to happen. It's a masterpiece, or if it's worse than Justice League, they're going to be like, oh, Warner Brothers fucked uh, Snyder again. Like, there's always an excuse, and 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 again, I don't mean to piss people off that are listening that are that are actually vouching for this because like most of those people actually I want you to be actually aren't like bad fans or bad people. Mm. They're just they're push they're 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 giving those that small percentage of people who are fucking assholes and insults. They're they're giving into the whims of those people, and I think ultimately that's like really what piss. Like for instance, Kalinowski was like release the Snyder cut on Twitter, and I was just like, dude, I lost like. No, he didn't. I, I swear to God, dude. I swear to God. And I love Kalinowski. I'm going to pretend that you didn't say that. I'm not even kidding. And that this is what I'm saying, dude. People that I actually no. respect and appreciate are, no. are just are just like... They're not just, Mikey. They're just giving in to this, this like stupid pedantic shit that these people are doing. And it just it's so frustrating. Like I said, if they release it, I'll fucking watch it. Agreed. And I hope I like it. I really hope I like it. No, you won't. I probably won't, but you I won't. hope I do. I'm always hopeful. You always want to like stuff you watch. Not Zack Snyder movies. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, Dawn of the Dead's okay. Again, I will always defend Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Um, and 300 isn't bad. Yeah, 300's all right. Slow mo sex scene. It's easy. It's easy to make Watchmen. a good. It's easy to make a good movie when you're copying somebody's el- uh, somebody else's work frame for frame. <laughs> Sick burn. I mean, it's true. No, All he you did are, was look at the graphic wrong. novel. No, you're, like, yeah, you're what you are not wrong. Although I will say that, like, I don't think exactly. I, I I appreciate what he did with that movie. So I will, you know, that's not necessarily a slight as it is a joke. All right. Anyway, if you want to see the Snyder Cut released, go fuck yourself. Anybody else can email us at I'm the Alien no. Nerd at. <laughs> Seriously though, if you guys want to see the re- Snyder Cut released, like in 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 the in it, for the sake of. What Sorry, happened? I just saw Dave Batista tweeted about this. Oh yeah, Jesus of course. This is, what, this is what I'm saying. But he said, dude. "I won't say that I've seen it, but I also won't say that I haven't yes. and released the Snyder Cut already." So I'm just kind of like, "What, what fuck, is happening? Dude. Like, where this is, is this coming from? What is the deal that all these random people are now getting involved? Things like that." Do you think it's just friendships? I think where they? I think it's maybe he hasn't seen it, I and he's just because, like, if you Taylor, if you came to me. And you're like, dude, I need you to say that you saw this movie, even though you haven't, but it's for me. I'd be like, yeah, all right, cool. I would do that for you. I don't think. Do you think it's a bunch of people like haven't actually seen it and they're just like, yeah, dude, fucking release the Snyder Cut. I think that's part of. Why would Dave Bautista have seen the Snyder Cut? Hollywood, like, right? Hollywood's a small place. A lot of these people hang out together. They have social circles that we don't know about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Joe Manganiello and James Gunn, like, play D&D together. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, I mean, there's a lot of weird shit that happens in Hollywood. It's a very small town. So this could very well be a case of of hearsay. You know what I mean? Like, someone talks about it, and you heard this, or you heard that. He's never said he saw the movie. He just said, you know, sort of, like, gave generalized thoughts about it. So it could Batista? very well be that. But I think, huh? Batista yeah, Batista. I, just, well, I mean, he was like, I'm not going to say I have, and I'm not going to say I haven't. So it's like yeah. this weird, like, coyness, like, Momoa. So he probably hasn't. Like, exactly. And it's just, what? you're just drumming up doing, support, guys? and it's like, I don't know, again, I don't know if that's necessary. Like, all you are doing is fueling the fire of, like, shitty people who are relentless in their mission to to try and see a movie that they feel like they deserve, that they never got, that they were somehow entitled to. 
Like fuck off. That's the thing is they're not entitled to anything. You're not entitled to shit. Yeah. Like I and 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 that's coming from someone who actually really appreciates the fact that they like raised a hundred thousand dollars for charity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for suicide prevention or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Like I, again, I don't want to call these people shitty people because that's not like that's a that's not a blanket term that I want to use like lightly, but. Moral of the story is we don't agree with hashtag release the no. Snyder Cut. Yeah, no, I just, I, I mean, again, if, if it ended up coming out, I would maybe check it out. I don't know if I'd pay for it. Probably not. I have proclaimed that I will watch it. Yeah, it's true. So, so yeah, if you, if you guys have thoughts and you're for the Snyder Cut, I would legitimately like to hear for, from our listeners why you guys are excited for the Snyder Cut. Taylor, Maybe this will be Taylor the, would love to hear. Yeah, I mean, email me if you want. SalemFilm at gmail.com. I'm not even kidding. I would love to hear from people because I think there's a healthy discourse that's to be had without people like just being like, oh, fuck you. Does Zach deserve, does, like, deserve to have his movie like released just because you know he's a superhero fan? Like, no, that's, that's, Look, that's we not got, the way it works. We, but we have an extra microphone. You can come on the fucking podcast. We'll talk I'm about it. I'm not even kidding, man. Like, I would love to have some discourse with our listeners on this. So let if you guys have thoughts, let us know. Let's I know Joel's it. not going to like it, but I'll enjoy it. I just said they could come on my podcast. <laughs> I'll let him come Joel on. Joel likes we'll, a good go. debate, and you know it. We'll, yeah. He's ready to fight, dude. We'll have a conversation about it. <laughs> I will prove to you with facts and science as to why you are wrong, and you will have nothing but fanboy love. We'll do a play-by-play commentary on, on uh, Justice I'll League. I'll fucking do it. we got to do a commentary on that movie. I mean, we're going to for Superhero Time Machine. Yes. But a real commentary. Like right. A, oh, like a mystery science. Yeah. yeah. Copy that. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to Pop Up Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, Taylor, where can everybody find you on the internet? You can find me f- uh, writing for mandatory.com. Uh, uh, recently wrote some some pretty funny stuff. Recently visited uh, revisited American Pie. Wrote something on that. Did you write about our American Pie life in college? Uh, no, I didn't. But I wrote about how the characters in American Pie are actually terrible people that you don't yeah. remember that are terrible people. Oh uh, no, they yeah, they're absolutely they're, they're horrible. People. They're horrible people. Um, so I wrote about that and some other stuff. You can go check that all out. Uh, doing some stuff for superhero hype reviews here and there, but mostly for mandatory now, um, as well as Age of the Nerd. And you can find me on Twitter at Taylor Salen. Lauren, where are you on the internet? I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on Instagram, mostly, also technically on Twitter. And I actually just started my YouTube channel. Woo! Um, yeah! It's Lauren Sperling. Where can people find you at Universal City Walk? Not at City Walk. You know what I mean. In <laughs> that, studios. That's a Come part to of Grinchmas. the... Yeah, Come Grinchmas. Come celebrate the Hubilation with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. The Hubilation. Beautiful. It's Whoville's most important celebration. Mm-hmm. It's true. There you go. How can you say no to that? <laughs> and you can find me everywhere on the internet at I'm the LA Nerd, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I've been doing Mandalorian reviews. Honestly, that's been taking up most of my time. I haven't released any non Mandalorian video mm. in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll be doing another one for episode three tomorrow, so check that out. And we, as just, always, you can find us here on Pop Pop the Pop Culture Podcast. Can we just? Can I just say something real quick that that Werner Herzog is like the the the, the unsung Vanna Herzog. Vanna Herzog. Vanna Herzog. Oh, I'm sorry. What's your? Uh, can you say it in your uh, accent? Oh yes, this is Vanna Herzog, there and for uh, the Pop Pop the Pop Culture Podcast. Yes. yes, and I love Baby Yoda. I do love the Baby Yoda. Yes. Uh, no, Werner Werner Herzog is like the unsung hero of, of the Mandalorian. He is in. Uh, he is not in the episode as much as I w- would have liked. But every time he is on the screen, I'm very happy. Yes, 
Uh, please listen to the episodes of Pop Pop from here on out. And I would like to say uh, later, nerds. Bye. Bye.